Reckless Moves. My name is Michael Kermeen, Dungeon Master for this uh, motley group of friends and fools. And uh, we have a bunch of great players today. We have uh, uh, Bryn Abilly and Elvin Ranger. Hello, hello. All right, we got Crispin Ember Fury, who is a barbarian of uh, fire genasi descent. Oh, yeah, guys. Mark Quayle, a Dragonborn Sorcerer. Hey, guys. Talbeth True Storm, a Dwarven Paladin who likes things and stuff. Love to drink beer, yeah. <laughs> and we've got uh, Birch Twig Twigglesby, a Halfling Rogue. Hey, 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 hey. A throwback, apparently. Um, and uh, today we have Serial, a Wild Hunt cleric. Hey, how you doing? <laughs> he's gonna be a, he's gonna be a little more southern today, I think. So uh, um, let's get everyone caught up on uh, what's been happening. Oh, before we do, I do have a question. Why did the halfling stop dating his war-forged girlfriend? Because she was too high maintenance. <laughs> nice. All right, well, let's uh, give a recap of what happened in last session. Uh, as the NAB discussed what to do next in our Nanum on their next moves, Cleric Serial Ashgarden performed scrying on the rogue twig Wondering if he was safe or not, because he went out on his own. Uh, using their raven's crystal ball, Serial spotted an invisible watcher on their ship, the Maiden of Azure. After warning Twig, the crew detected a hidden watcher named Amanda, a mysterious person wearing green leather armor and a gleaming longsword. Amanda seemed to know a lot about Twig and the NAB, and after some interesting questions, disappeared suddenly... Uh, Twigo went on an undersea swim with the trident sentient weapon wave, running into some mermen who were pretty neutral and nondescript about Twig's commitment to the sea. Uh, and that was our first introduction to the leader of the mermen, Ensalar. While the rest of our heroes were in Ananum, the hidden city of the Grey Elves, Bryn learned from talking to her mother, Rialta, that she could actually choose her season every day and even eventually commit to one season if she chose to do so which kind of blew her mind twig arrived in iron delve on the maiden of azure once docked and went to convince alina the designated leader of the dorvan city to use the transportation circle and rejoin the party uh, after a tense reunion in arnanum with twig rejoining they were allowed to take the circle to Dabia to investigate the reason for the protected fog of Marquail's home city and investigate any threat. Marquail did reunite with an instructor, Namhala, who is the head of Andamun, the magical school at the heart of Dabia. Learning of some assassination attempts on Marquail's father, Nisab, who was recently elected. <clears throat> as governor of Debia, 
Marquail and the rest of the party met and had a reunion over really good food and drinks. That party ended suddenly when they were interrupted by a pair of assassins who very likely did not expect a whole party to be at Nisab's house where he lives alone. They killed them in very quick and dramatic fashion. Stereo using Speak to the Dead with the head of one of the assassins, they learned that they reported to someone named Antonius Sabia that their base is located in the Griff Mountains and they took orders and were supposed to report to someone in Ishtaklal, a city south of Debia. Deciding to check with Marquel's mother, Biamura, a hike with additional guards led to a family reunion with the ancient gold dragon that has been protecting the nearby city, which is Marquel's mother. During this meeting with the massive dragon, Zaria was surprised to learn that his instructor from childhood, Samilla, was actually one of many human disguises that gold dragons assumed during their lifetimes and was an instructor of his in Critwal. So having a great dialogue and then a surprisingly fast travel mode of riding on Biamura in flight, the party got a majestic ride through the mountain canyons and over the plains under bright moonlight delivering the party near Istiklal. Heading under cover of darkness, they found that the Cursed Staff Inn was the only thing open, and doing some recon under disguise of the assassins. Uh, during this ruse, they learned that the assassins were to report upstairs in the office to someone named Motire. During the recon, they overheard someone being killed in the office at the back of the inn upstairs and the disguised assassins headed upstairs for a meeting. Opting for offense rather than discussion, the party stopped Motirdi from fleeing down his kill pit, littered with dead bodies and escaping. After doing massive damage before Marquail could give him some surrender, he was killed by being stabbed through the heart by Twig. We rejoin the party now, who are standing on a pile of dead bodies, including the re recently deceased Motire. NAB. What do you do? Um, Sariel, can you speak to the dead here? Yeah, I can do that. Do we uh, want to cast uh, maybe Truth uh, while we're at it? Yes, please. Uh, didn't you say that the barkeep was coming up as well? Um, Last time? You heard noise outside, but you don't know what's happened. Um, and you did also remember you, the, you, well, uh, Coney was the, uh, guy who led you to the meeting who, um, Crispin got extremely drunk. Um, so he's out of commission right now. Uh, the barkeep could possibly, um, be coming up. You heard, you did hear noise outside. Should we just take the head and, and, well, and try I and talk to it later? I think we should, um, sorry, if you could do gentle repose on him, um, we should probably make sure that no other person is coming before we spend 10 minutes waiting for, because it's going to take 10 minutes to do the speak, speak to the dead. It, uh, it is does. Is that one of your rituals? It is. Okay. So how about we, uh, make sure that we're in a secure location first, because we heard people out yes. there. We're still disguised as the, uh. Yeah, Talfift and I are still disguised. 
So, yes. what do we want to do? <laughs> and being down here in a pit of bodies, uh, holding another one, doesn't look good. Let's get out of here quick. Uh, is Serial not looting the bodies? I'm a little shocked. Maybe, maybe she's doing it while she's casting gentle repose. <laughs> is uh, where's the exit that this guy was heading for? Because if that's a secret exit, we should use that. Uh, Mike, you're on mute. If you're talking to us right now, can't hear you, Mike. Right now, you're standing over a a dead body. You haven't investigated the area. You haven't seen in the thing uh, I'll says I'll, I'll cast general repose so you guys figure that out is there a, a obvious entrance or exit or any other entrances or exits to this area there was a tunnel he was heading down okay I'm going to stand in front of that and just kind of keep watch just in case so Serial pulls out a, a pinch of salt and puts a copper piece on each of the corpse's eyes um, and it uh, um, casts a spell. Okay, we're good for 10 days. So while she's doing that, Bryn is very casually picking the pockets. Um, All the you, dead bodies. You find a uh, piece of paper um, with some, it looks like some kind of, just like a poem on it, um, but you can't read it. It doesn't, it's not a language you recognize. It looks like a poem but you're not sure. Hmm. Uh, hey, Sariel, can you take a look at this and see if you could recognize what um, language this might be? Well, I, I don't have... Uh, I don't have tongues right now. Does anyone else have any spells that can, you know, translate things? I can read abyssal, but that's about it. It's not an abyssal. No, I don't recognize this. Okay, I'm gonna put the uh, piece of paper in the bag of holding. And there is a there is a, a pouch which just contains a uh, looks like a diamond. Uh, I'm just gonna let you know that Sarah would recognize it's a 300 gold worth diamond. Um, and also he has a, the only weapon he had on him was a uh, dagger. He was just wearing robes, if you recall. Okay, I'm gonna um, also put the dagger in the bag of holding. And uh, does, Sariel, do you, I know you do a lot with diamonds. Could you use this for your spells? Yes. I mean, I... All right, so All we're right. gonna give, uh, you guys cool with giving Sariel the, the diamond? Because I think she needs that to scry with too if she wants to scry later yes. yeah I think we should give it to her um, can I do an investigation to see if the noises have gotten louder that we heard outside the door because we're down in that tunnel like through that secret Cabinet yeah, as you as you explore down, what you find is that there appears to in serial, you know, there's obviously a door down there, and I can see it from here, guys. 
Um, are we just cutting off the head or are we taking the whole body? Uh, I don't think we can take the whole body as much as I'm not a fan of Wait, beheading things. Can we take the box that we jumped into and just put it in the bag of holding? Like, close it and take it with us? The box was a secret entrance. Crispin, would you do me a favor and cut the head off of this body, please? You got it. I'll chop the head off. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. Don't do that yet. Wait. What? Because the soul has to be a part of the thing, right? I mean, with how many times that we've done this. So if Crispin chops it off with Black Razor, the soul gets sucked into Black Razor then we won't be able to talk to it. Um, no, we, we disproved that last time with the with the thief. Remember, we talked to the thief? Because the Saro's energy. Yeah, you know what? Let let Talfeth do it then, fine. Saro's energy fills it. The Raven Queen's energy fills it. I just got my great axe. Yeah. I can just use no, my great axe. Uh, um, yeah, we, we've cut off heads before. Doesn't matter what cuts it off. It doesn't have to have the soul to, um, mm. to talk to speak. It just has to, can't be undead. Oh, okay. All right. Well, then that's cool then. All right. I'll Speaking cut the head of off. The dead doesn't work on undead. Would that be because they're not dead? That could be the reason. Can't escape that logic, Crispin. Okay, so I guess I will add a head to the bag of holding as well. Do we want so she... any of the other heads by any chance that can give us some information since we're here? No, let's go. Let's no, get out of here. No, you know what? I'm going to check the, the lock, see, see if there's any traps or anything. Uh, roll an investigation check. That's a 25. Yeah, you, you take a look. It, it looks like it, it's not trapped. It is just a, it's like an escape door. Um, you don't know where it leads, but it, it appears to be untrapped. Okay, I try to open it up. You open and, it, and uh, it. It goes into directly into the back alley. Um, so on the, it's on the first level now, obviously, because you went down the pit. They built this as a, a place to drop dead bodies and probably take them out in a clandestine fashion. Um, out the back door of the Cursed Staff Inn. So you're an alley behind that. Um, as you look around, you don't see anyone. It is it is uh, still dark, because you came, you did come here in the, in the evening. Okay. Can we go out this way? Yeah. I, I signal to everybody, come on, let's go, 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 come on, come on. So we don't have to go through the pub? Exactly. Okay, where are we going? Back towards the end, ent exit of town, right? You guys, do, do you guys just tell me where you're going. Or do we want to just well, go Well, I think we, we need to go someplace safe where we can talk to that head. Don't you think it's going to be a little suspicious mm -hmm. if we all appear to go to the bathroom and then just disappear and never come back again? <laughs> well, it's too late now. Let's keep moving. Yeah, we're not going to climb back up that uh, chute. Yeah, and seriously, yeah, we kind of went into a room and then didn't come back, and the guy's dead, so he just disappeared as far as they know. Yeah, but a lot of people go to that room 
and disappear because he kills them and shoves them down the hole. So that's normal for here. Okay. All right. Well, I don't know if we should actually leave town because didn't didn't we have to go through guards to get in town to begin with? Is there another exit that we can go? Maybe heading over towards Bearcat. I mean, I mean, we could go. This again. wasn't this wasn't a walled city. You didn't pass oh, through. Wasn't. Okay. You didn't pass through guards to get in here. How far is the next city from here? Uh, it's gonna be. I mean, on foot, it's far, gonna be a couple. couple days walk. Should we start heading toward the Crispin? You know this area. What's this? What What do you think would be the best place to go? I mean, we need to stay off the road, if anything. If I remember correctly, this is a very uh, dangerous area to be traveling. Do you want to go through the woods or whatever the whatever the area is off the road? Yeah, I mean, is this, you c- is this a like wooded, like forest area? This is basically. Um, well, there's a little bit of wooded area to the right, but more or less, this is like a little like hilly, um, mountainous terrain. There's not going to be a lot of trees. This is more or less a, um, like a high desert environment. Yeah. I think high desert is a good, good description. I got a question. I not much covered. Uh, Crispin. Have you ever visited your mother's grave? Nope, not since I went, not since I started this adventure. I really think we should visit your mother's grave, and it's kind of the next town over. We should do that. Um, okay. Well, that was kind of random. Where did that come from? Respects to his mama. Well, I mean, I had a chat with Crispin. You guys didn't hear, and he was telling me that his mother died, and he had no reason to go back to Barakat. But I thought, since we're here, maybe we can go to Barakat, and he can visit the grave. We have to get out of town soon. Do you guys want to find another building somewhere nearby and just hide out there for a day, or what do you want to do? Another inn. Well, not necessarily we an really, inn. We really need to find out what this head is, is information because the head will give us a direction, maybe of where we need to go. So we just need to find somewhere where we can hole up that's secluded that we can talk to the head. I well, agree because go? I mean. We came to here because the other guy that we talked to said that this was their base of operation that was closest. So, so if we need, if we want to find out more about the the Scarlet Brotherhood, we need to, or you know, the other people that are this chain of assassins, we need to at least stick around here and get some more information. So like do you want to just stay here? Barrier peaks and all that stuff. So you want to stay here with the dead bodies, or what do you want to do? I say we go out just outside of town and set up one of those little tiny hut things if Marquail can do that. Oh, yeah. Maybe we could uh, then interrogate the head inside there where we would be safe. 
Have Sorry, could rest. you use your ludicrous perception and see if you can find a place with good cover? Well, you can you can uh, uh, disguise the hut so that it it's camouflaged. Well, yeah, but we still want to be in a place where it's still safe. Why, why don't we just head, you know, west out of town and and get off the road and you know we don't have to go far off the road to be unseen. I like it. Let's do it. Yeah. All right. So you guys head. Done and done. You head west out of town. I mean, there's this is isn't, this is a relative. Think about it as like a you know between a town and uh, it's got a decent small population, um, but heading west on the Ducey Road, um, or excuse me, Dusty Road, uh, the uh, about where you pass the border um, is probably about as far as you're going to go in a in about a uh, couple hours walk, and so maybe you go up, go off there, you know say a thousand feet off the road or and find over, like a little thing over a hill. Um, Cause this road is carved straight through. It's obviously well-traveled and So everything outside of the road is going to be, you, it's easy to find behind a hill or someplace to, to camp. Yeah, let's do that. Let's try and find some place off the road, off the beaten path. Uh, Sariel, do you see any place that looks good? I mean, this isn't really, a, I don't really see things like that. Like, wouldn't it be more like, like Bryn is probably better finding those things with her huntery things? Well, um, I'm better at forest and underdark, so it's not as, as, um, obvious to me, but I can look around. Uh, roll well, the, roll the Crispin survival. Knows this. Crispin knows this area, yeah, so Crispin it, might be able to give us some insight. Yeah, Crispin, you, why don't you roll a, a survival check with advantage to see if you find a good safe spot where you can't be seen. That's a good point. You actually know this is this is your old stomping ground. Uh, let's see, I rolled a 24. Yeah, you find a great spot. And if you're casting... Um, are you casting the hut, Mark Whale? Yes, I am. All right, and so, I'm, I'm so, going to uh, make it camouflage with the surroundings. So, since I can command the outside color. Yeah, sounds good. Um, you're basically, even if someone sees you, they can't get in. So you're very safe. Um, all right, do you guys want to? Do you guys want to do this? Yes. Let's talk to dead body. Let's figure out what, what questions we want to ask. Yeah, let's let's do that. Not, not like last time, where we forgot to kind of. I I was involved too. We didn't even ask the name of who we we're supposed to meet. Yeah, that's a good idea. Let's get names and specific information this time. Hopefully. All right. Um, and are we doing that zone thing too? I think yeah, it's a good we'll idea. If, if it works. All right. It doesn't always work. So do we want to ask our usual questions? Who do you report to? 
etc. <laughs> yeah, sounds good to me. So who do you report to? If we ask base of operations, he's gonna say right here. Yeah, that's true, because that's... Well, they said, where's your order located to the last guy we talked to? That He said it was the Griff Mountains. Maybe if we can where... narrow it down to where in the Griff Mountains. Yeah. Where is Can you please give me the GPS coordinates of your location? So the name... <laughs> Latitude and longitude. The GPS uh, coordinates yeah. is awesome. <laughs> Where in the Griff Mountains is the main headquarters located? Since this guy is higher up, I wonder if he knows, like, who's in charge of all of them, you know? Like, can he give us a name of, like, who's in charge of the entire, like, group? Or is that not needed? Well, we already know the high priest is named Gethrim Soren. Maybe who do you report to and, uh... Where do you usually uh, go to report it? Another where, question where is, did you why get that, are they Where did you to get that us? from? Guys. Twig. Where I did thought you get I that? had it in my notes. I had it in my notes. High Priest of what? The Scarlet Brotherhood? Or maybe it was the uh, Acolytes of Sewell. I don't, I don't remember you hearing that name before, but... You obviously heard it somewhere. Well, I have it in my notes. So how about something along the lines of, um, really, why are they trying to kill Mark Whale's dad, us? Like, what's the purpose for this whole, like, murder everybody thing? Well, just to clarify, Markwell's dad is the governor, and they've been trying to take over cities all over the, all over, um, you know, this Greyhawk. Maybe what's their So this may just plan? be one, another, another city in their list of cities that they're trying to, co to, you know, infiltrate. What's the end game, maybe? Well, I think their end game is is to take over the entire area. Old you know, so, I mean, because they're putting people in all the major cities, they're trying to infiltrate the highest levels of power in each area. Um, so, see, last time we asked, where's your order located? What did they want with me up dead? It was just an order from the bosses meet when the job is done um we asked how many assassins i mean the name of the person you report to may name the specific location um maybe we can ask who the next target is oh. see if there's a way that we can either save them or warn them or something or if we can find out where Antonius Sab sabia is that would be cool I mean, I think we definitely need to find the leader because if we cut off the head, the whole thing can possibly collapse. I mean, yeah. it wouldn't hurt to just say 
like who is the leader of the Scarlet Brotherhood because we've asked at least two different people who they report to and they've each given us different names so True. it would be helpful to just say who is the actual like what is the name of the actual leader so that we can have one main person and that we know everybody else are just lower down on the hierarchy So what about who do you report to and who is the leader of the Scarlet Brotherhood? What do you guys think? So what questions are we going to ask? Give me the specific order and who's going to ask them? It should be uh, Bryn or Talfeth because they're still disguised. Well, I'm not yeah, disguised anymore, <laughs> but I can re-disguise myself. My disguise only lasts for an hour. Well, oh, I'm, I'm still disguised like that. Yeah, you are. Yeah, but you're disguised as the uh, the guy that just killed him. So, uh, yeah. might not be the best thing, you know? We could still just have his head face the corner and ask the questions that way. Or you could disguise yourself There's... as Aaron, the red-headed oh. uh, Ennin. wizard. Ennin. Ennin, yes, Ennin. Or Coney. We all know who Coney is, and Coney was his assistant. How about Coney? How about I disguise, disguise myself as Coney? Doesn't that make sense? Yeah, Coney would make sense, but I mean, it doesn't make sense to go as somebody higher up in the order. We should know mm -hmm. that answer if we're asking these questions. That's well, true. I mean, we can just ask the questions. We could just ask, right. and if he says why, we'll be like, hey, well, because... You're dead, and we have to report. We have to make up. sure that you're not an imposter. Well, question: the head knows he's dead, right? No. The head does not know he's dead. Nope. Because I mean, we can basically say, "Hey, since you died, we need to report up the chain what happened." You know, is there any information you can give us now that you're dead that we can no. deliver up the chain? No. I don't think it's a good idea to point out they're dead when you speak to the dead. They, I think, first of all, I'm not sure they don't know they're dead, but we could, you know. I say disguise yourself as a barkeep and then uh, ask the questions. Well, well, the barkeep or Coney? Coney. Coney, yes, Coney, yes, Coney. Okay. His assistant. Okay. So I'm going to cast... All right, great. I'm going to cast... Um, um, we only have three questions. What are the other two questions we're going to ask? Um, who the next target is? Yes, who the next target is. Should we ask him his name? Considering well, we don't know. Isn't it Mauritius or whatever we, the we name? We don't know. Or Motiere? Motiere. Motiere. Yes, the guy who killed his name Motiri. So then maybe we should ask where do we find Antonius? Oh. Because that was, that was who he's reporting to. So this guy is just somebody that the assassins were reporting to. Crazy question, yeah. but are, isn't, didn't they know where the sisters possibly are? Britain's sisters possibly are? Oh. Maybe we should ask that directly. Yeah. 
I don't think it's the same group. Uh, Do we know it's not? Because there was like a drought, drought uprising that that was part of that. Oh yeah, maybe. Like, what do you know where so and so and so and so your brothers and sisters knew? Well, we had asked that to the um, to the traitor that was in Arnana. And, and he was part of the Scarlet Brotherhood? Co- he was reporting somewhere different. He was reporting to Trelia, and he was reporting to the Acolytes of Soul. Now, yeah, the Acolytes so of Soul might just be a sanction, like a, a part or group of the overall Brotherhood, but we don't know for sure. So I don't I don't know if they're in the same organization. Maybe we should ask if the Brotherhood is related to the Acolytes of Soul, and then we can get that information Aww. from this guy. I mean, we could try, but there's no guarantee that he'll know, depending on how... I mean, he seems like he's a lower guy if assassins are reporting to him. Um, I have to say that what's worked for us in the past is to know the first three questions, and then to use those to decide what the fourth and fifth question are. Okay. I think I'll, that's uh, good, then. I think we... I'll, you, could, you could always step outside of the hut as long as Mark Quayle doesn't leave, you can step outside the hut and talk about other questions and he can't hear you. Mm. Uh, other way around, sorry. You can hear outside the hut, they can't hear in. So are you doing this outside? Because he has to burn incense and you might do this outside the hut. And then jump in the hut if we need to talk. I think we could just speak think softly. I... I think we just speak softly. Behind, yeah. and, and he won't hear us. Yeah. All right. Are we are we ready to do this? All right. I'm disguising myself. All right. I'm casting it. So he takes out some incense. And, Zone uh, of truth. Uh, lights mm-hmm. some incense. As it wafts up, he speaks the words. Um. And makes holds the head. Cast speak with the dead. And I just cast Zone of Truth. Okay. Which lasts for 10 minutes. Uh, it's a Charisma 13, everyone. Oh my gosh, I passed. What? Um, Rin? You would know that Motiri, um passed as well. Oh, crap. Marquel has Mar failed. Mar, Mar failed? <laughs> I like Mar failed. <laughs> I have 16. Crispin got a 12. Actually, I got 19. And what did Serial get? Oh, I didn't roll for Serial. Serial um, passed. 15. Plus whatever. So just Mark Whale and Crispin. Okay, so he can say whatever he wants. Here's what I tell the group. All right. Who's asking? Who's asking the questions? Would you like me to ask questions, or would you? Yeah, be? as Coney, you should answer the question. You should ask the questions. All right. Okay. So the first one was, "Who do you report to?" Come on. You. I I don't remember. You know. You actually were in the meeting with with Enin. I drink a lot. I forget a lot. Yeah, yeah, you do. 
But you you remember Enid, very attractive redhead. Enid. Oh, Enid. Yeah. And then I'm going to aside to Brent because I just want to double check the questions. Um, main headquarters, right? Uh, where? Oh, no, Earth who's Mountains? the next target? Well, we is... had name of the leader of the Scarlet Brotherhood. Where in the Griff Mountains is the base located? And who is the next target? Okay. Um... So we have an Where in the Griff Mountains are we supposed to report to? I mean, I've never, I'm never told that because we use a portal. Where's the portal located? Is that going to be one of our other questions? Yep, 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 yep. Okay. Where I I need to go report, where is the portal located? There are lots of them. And in that case. Who is our next target that we are supposed to kill? I, I'm only given one at a time, you know, and uh, it comes down from men and I guess, I guess the three report to Gethrum and those three report to somebody, but I don't know who they are. I mean, we always hear about Suladani, but we don't, you know. They come, we, we got one assignment, and we're just trying to carry that out. Where Where is Enin? Where is Enin? Okay, source. Yes, should I ask that next guy? Where is, I'm whispering this, by the way, to the rest of the group. Yeah, yeah. I, I assume that you're you're talking amongst yourself until you ask the question. Maybe how can we get a hold of Enin? Mm. Or how can we meet with Enin? Or where can we we meet with Enin? You're super vague with the pull portal thing, like. Unless you know the destination, that's useless. We need to know where we can meet with Enin. Where can... Should we ask how he reports back to Enin? And maybe we can utilize the same way? Mm. Mm. There might there might be a magic uh, mirror or something. How maybe like, how to... do I get a hold of her to report back yeah. to her? Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's, let's do that one. So how do I get a hold of Enin to report back to Enin? Um, how many questions do we have left, guys? That was four, I think. This is the last one. This is the last one. So okay. is that so? You're asking that? Are we asking that, guys? 
Yep. Yeah. Yeah. All right. How do I get a hold of Ennin to report back to Ennin about everything that's going on? Well, I mean, you just use the code and send a message. And the and the 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 head is no more. Shit. Now we need to find the code. Oh, hey, Brent. I wonder if that's on that paper. Maybe that's a paper. Yes, that's on him. Could be. We got to figure out what language it's written in. What what languages does everybody speak? Common and dwarf. Abyssal and and halfling. I've and got common, common and primordial. Darkwell? What do you do you I, speak I, any other? I speak just Draconic and Infernal. Yeah, Markwell I mean, speaks Draconic, Dwarvish, and Elvish. Question. None, if we do it. a long rest. Can't Serial get that ability back? Um, yeah, it could prepare tongues in the morning. I don't know that that's available to... Let me look. I've used up a lot of my spell slots. We probably do need to do a long rest. Oh, no, hey, Mark. It's, it's not... Tongues is... Uh, about spoken language, not this. We need uh, something else. Like, I gotta... I don't really... can't think of one that... Um, allows me to translate. It's comprehend languages, I think, is would be the proper spell. Marquill, yeah, do you know somebody... Hang on a second. That's not Hang on a second, guys. Marquill starts casting. Casting what? Uh, comprehend languages. Ten minutes pass by. And he can now comprehend as a, languages. As a, as a ritual. Yay! Yeah. I was hoping you would yes. remember that. Okay, so <laughs> you you see the you, you see the paper, which um, looks like it might be in like uh, uh, iambic pentameter, but it's not. It's a. Uh, it's all you see is a a, a word like a sentence and within within that one sentence there there's a, a word that you now understand was written in another language so um this was written in uh would you know the language that it's written in no you would just comprehend it I don't think you uh, it says I understand the literal meaning of any spoken language that I hear I also understand any written language that I see understand but does, you don't know what it's written in so you basically you understand it and um, there's uh, let's see it doesn't decode secret messages in a text or a glyph uh, that isn't part of a written language it's not it's not a it's not a glyph it's a written language okay so okay. It's just language that none of you understand. But with the spell, you understand it. So basically it comes out that you have... Uh, uh, let me give you the, the words. Um, 
these are you think of as code words um which for the first week of the month is boha the second week of the month is pola third week of the month is is uh, bina and the last week the last week or days is standa so those are the code words that you would use in a message to someone within your order okay boha boha pola mira standa do you think we should copy that down onto in, in our language so we understand it I Even think when that's your what... spell ends yeah, yeah I think I, I would think that you would comprehend this and you could write down the you could write down the words in, in any language you choose. So Bola Mira Bola Mira Standa. Bola Bola Standa. Okay. And this is the second week of the month right now. So Pola, right? Yep. No no one speaks Orcish? Nope. I do. Oh you do? I do. Okay, I didn't hear you say anything. So yeah, this is this is this is Orcish. There, all the all this is written in Orcish. Mm, okay. Fun. <clears throat> yeah, I'm sorry. I didn't hear you say the language. I was listening for. Maybe you're muted. I'm not sure. Probably. I, it all yeah, worked I'm out I'm... because we. No matter what language, Markwell can understand it. Verbal and written, which is very cool. Like, maybe during a. That can come in handy in some point. Yeah, guys, I thought it looked familiar, but this is orcish. <laughs> well, that sounds uh, good. Uh, should we go ahead and do a long rest and see if we can make our way either to Crispin's hometown or maybe uh, up to the coast where you can get a ship or a boat up to uh, back to Tabia? Correct question, though. Is it all in orcish or is there another... Like, are all the words on this sheet in Orcish? Um, they are. They are, okay. Or should we message Enon at some point? Can we... I think we should find a way to message Enon and um, see if we can arrange a meeting. Yes. Well, I can do that. It's kind of one of the last things I can do today. It's been a fairly busy day. Do we want to jump in and do that, or do we want to head over? Like we were heading over to Bark. Bearcat. Weren't we? Bearcat. Well, I think our primary goal is more about finding the leaders of, of Brotherhood and finding Bryn's siblings. So maybe we should focus on those goals instead. Well, we may not be this close for quite some time, Crispin, so, you know, I don't know. My mother is gone. The grave is just a, a hole in the ground as far as I'm concerned. Can I do an insight on Crispin? About I want to see, see if he is being, like, evasive. If he's, yeah, if he's just trying to avoid it. Sure. I got um, a 16. I mean, I don't think you'd perceive that 
he's being any more evasive than he normally is. Look, Brent, I'm not trying to be evasive. I'm not trying to hide anything. I just, it's a reminder of one of my biggest failures in my life, and I'm not interested in revisiting it. Are you 100% sure that your mom is dead? Yes. You, you've been to the grave already. I buried my mom. What more is there? Can I ask what happened to her? It was a bandit raid on the village, and my job was to protect the village, and she died in the raid. Uh, she was, they were looting and pillaging the town, and um, she tried to get in the way of what they wanted, and she was killed. I failed in my mission to protect my family and my town. I'm not interested in going back there. If our mission takes us through there, then so be it. But that's not my goal to head back home. Do you know specifically what happened to her, or did you just hear about it? I found her body at the end of the raid. That's what I know. Yeah, it was... Uh, um, this was a year, years ago, though, Crispin, right? The, I mean, you... This is well well before you got the invitation to the party. So this was, I think it was seven years prior um, this has happened. Yeah. Yeah. Crispin, I would like to go with you and kill the raiders, but they're not already dead. I don't think they're there anymore. It's been quite a while. We need to kill them for you. I think there's more living precious matters that we have to tend to as opposed to dealing with past problems. Like Bryn's siblings or this other stuff that's going on right now. <laughs> well, we're not gonna bend your arm anymore. We just figured, I just figured since we're so close, it might be worth checking out. But if you are dead set against uh, returning, I'm not gonna argue with you, buddy. And Serial speaks up. You know, we could, you know, do a sending now to NN using the code and see if we can, you know, give a, get some information, arrange a meeting. I think we should do that. Let's do that. So the question is, what, what do we, what do we ask? I think we asked. I think we pose as uh, this guy we just killed and ask what the next target is. Ask if we can have a meeting so we can discuss our next target. You're saying to, to, to let it's... her know because Motiri, we don't know, probably maybe didn't have time to report the failure and didn't know the failure. And Motiri being dead, maybe we could pretend like, can someone be Coney or Well, Matilde. how is that going to work? Because don't they know it's coming from you when you send a message? Um, yeah, wouldn't they know it's not us? Hmm. Even if I look like Coney or I'm disguised as Coney, they wouldn't... Well, they right? don't actually see you. It's just a tel telepathic message 
from Sariel. But Enin has met Sariel. Does, so. Yes. Yeah, does, but she would know it's it coming does from recognize, Sariel. It does, it does recognize me as a sender. That's a good point. If it knows... If it, we it, need it to recognize figure out you as a up. sender if it knows you. Yeah. And, and, and we all, did, you did Anna, meet. Anna knows. Anna knows us. Yeah, Anna knows us. us. Everyone? Uh, yeah, yes. we were all on the ship. There's not a way to do speak to the dead through the head and, and is sending through that way? Is there a way to no, do that? No, unfortunately it doesn't work that way. Maybe you can scry on Enin and find out where she is that way. Could do that. It's a. I could be the one for the day. I could. I could find out. That might be a good idea. <sighs> All right. Uh, so, do you sure you want? I, yeah, I guess we don't really need this. It's the only one I could do today. But I can do. I need a day of rest. Um, well, we're so, gonna long rest. After well, that. well. Here's the thing. Here's the thing, though. If it fails, then she will know that she was scried on. Also, mm. um, you know, if how how are we going to get the message to her? I mean, like, are we saying to get the message to her through the scrying and then have Sariel talk to her? No, we're not going to message her at all. We're just going to see where she is. But wasn't the point trying to get a message to her so she'll meet with us? Yeah, I guess well, that's not going to work because they're going to know it's coming. The sending works that they know it's coming from me, so. But if we find out where she is, we can then disguise <coughs> ourselves in, and meet her in person. And you can disguise then and use the code words. What if we sent a familiar with a message to Enon? I could send some ravens. That would be unusual. And they, or Markwell could she, send Albert. Yeah, she's seen that, though. I don't think oh, she's yeah. seen the ravens that I can do. Or I could scry on her and see what's up. Scry, scry, scry. I could also um, make Albert a different animal. If we need to be. Would she know that it's still Albert, even though he's a different animal? No. The familiar is familiar to the to the magician, not to the someone oh. deli to deliver a message. They just see an owl coming to deliver a message. The only the only drawback to that would be if that would not be something characteristic of what the assassins usually do. So that might. Indicate to them that there is some sort of there's a problem. Breach, yeah. So I think the scry is the best thing they do. Okay, I'll. Uh... Where was that? Where was that uh, tavern that we saw them in during the last scry, where she was meeting with the other, the old lady, and the other man? That was uh, in Verboven uh, or something, wasn't it? The tavern it in Verboven? Yep. Do you guys want to head back there? Well, I thought Sorry was going to scry, so... 
let's try and find out where Anna is at, or at least try it and see what we can come up with. That sounds good. All right. And pulls out the the Raven's crystal ball. Um, I to look up the spell real quick. Yeah, it's right here. To see what the time of this is. So, uh, pulls out the Raven's crystal ball. Um, and that would be the charge for the day. Alright. Um, and uh, Enin will roll. Glad I have all these sheets of all these people. <laughs> the major stuff. Serial um, is concentrating and listening, and I assume that he will. He'll. Uh, she will just tell you what. Uh, what. What. A, I'll just for brevity, just to tell you what um, she sees as this uh, happens. So. Um, there's a. He he sees like a, a forty-five degree kind of like perspective angle of Enin sitting at a at a desk and is um, writing notes that are very similar to what in Orcish that you um, he would he sees the notes being written in the same language that you just translated and she's uh, there's no one else there. You don't know where she is exactly. Um, it's about um, after a couple minutes. You have true sight, don't you? So you might be able to see some signposts or something, or twig. I'll <laughs> I'll tell you what happens. And he the um, he's she's in an office, and there's. Um, he can pan out and go within a certain range. Well, there's nothing descriptive of where she's located. But in comes, after a couple minutes, a blonde, blue-eyed uh, gentleman. He sits down at one of the chairs across from the desk. She actually doesn't look up from her papers. Antonius? I understand you've had some failures. A lot of failures lately. And you know, this is not gonna, this is not gonna bold well for you. You've had two chances. You failed before in one attempt. You failed again with another attempt. I just heard word that, uh, the, um, your latest lame assassins. I don't know why you keep hiring them instead of spending the money required to bring someone powerful in. We're basically going to have to give up on Tabia between the dragon and now the party's finding themselves there. Look, I... 
I understand. These guys are more mm, wily than we anticipated, but that doesn't mean we're not going to succeed with the next target. We didn't get the dwarf. They're on high alert, but it doesn't mean we can't. I know, I know, but... I don't know what to report up. Like, what should I say? Tell them we... We'll have one more chance on the... On the little one. Well, I'm expecting a message. We'll find out what the next target is, but I, I'm not convinced. I'm not convinced your argument is going to hold water. And um, he gets up to leave uh, the room. And in as he leaves, a robed long red robed um, female very attractive female appears in the room and he goes uh, I, I really think we should talk about this she goes there's been enough talking I think we need a change in management You have one more chance. If you fail on the target you get from Gethram, I'll be coming to visit you. And I know you don't want that, do you? And he looks extremely cowed. From the confident, you know, six-foot blonde, he, he looks like a very afraid. I understand. I will handle it. Whatever I'm given as assignment, we will handle it. I know we're getting that tonight. I'm going to... I'm going to pull in a resource we haven't used in decades. I'll handle it. And the the robe, red robe figure disappears from the room. He's very quiet. Goes, well, I guess I guess it's time. I've been reluctant to call upon him, but I like my head attached to my shoulders. I'll be seeing you. And he gets up to walk out now. She sits there and she just goes back to her writing.
Can Serial see what she's writing? Um, he knows it's orcish, but he can't, he doesn't understand orcish, so he, he, while he's crying, he can't see, he can't understand the language. He doesn't have, Serial doesn't have that ability. Um, but, um, he is, go he is going to, or she is going to try to do mind reading, and that is a high DC. Which she fails. So, in Serial's mind, he he, he hears her thoughts, and she's thinking, "That guy is gonna die." And I think I know who I want to replace her. And that goddamn Suladani is such a bitch. I can't wait till someone takes her out, and I can take her place. And he's like, "This is like, you know, get." I just can't even. He's such, a, he's such a asshole, that guy. Like, he, he really thinks he convinced her? Like, he, 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 like what? Ah, so goddamn. And she starts writing a little more fur You notice he's writing a little more furiously as she's pissed off. She's pissed off both at um, Antonius, but also... And he now realizes that that, that female-robed character was Suladani that had appeared in the room. So he pulls back and goes true sight at, tries to pull out of the room, out the window and look around. And uh, in the 120 feet, there's no recognizable things that he recognized. It looks like, it looks like a city. You can definitely see it's a city, not like a wooden walled town. There's, you know, there's cobbled streets, there's activity, there's people, but nothing, no, no landmark that that Serio recognizes of having not not been here, and then the scrying ends, and she tells you all of this. Who's the little one? Who's the little one? That's not our buddy, the the wizard, is it? I, I don't know. I mean, they just said the little one. They didn't say who. Well. I don't know if they meant literally little or like young little or the little one in power. Like we, I mean, they didn't say. Uh, I think they would be safe to assume it's either it's uh, it's twig because since they said that they already failed with Telfeth, um, I don't know if they it's would our, be trying that again. It's either me, one. either me or the, or the, the head of the, uh, Greyhawk defense the wizard defense the magic defense yeah but if you actually listen to everything that they're saying though they she specifically said you failed twice and then she just heard word of another fail and they specifically talked about our party she said the party is now there so they're yeah. targeting us this is something that has to do with us because if you look at it yes they're all cities and they're all people of power but we are all also all people of power <laughs> and so you know they, specific, they targeted Talfeth. they specifically um targeted the 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 elves and in, in um arnanum they're targeting markel's dad so little one 
And they I, also I targeted the, you guys or for they you. Tar they targeted the Council of Greyhawk as well. It was the first failure, I believe. So Council of Greyhawk, um, Lady Olena, and then Marquel's dad. There's the three failures right there. They're all leaders of cities. I don't know. I think- You know, they're also- Yeah, we're also she's related to the top of royalty. She specifically I, said Talfef though. Well, yeah, because I'm technically the leader of my people. I am the king of my kingdom. So I am the leader of my people. No, I Just get like, it. But I mean like- from what they're saying, it, it sounds like she they're targeting our party. What do you they think, even Mark just said, Like It's all about the party. Now the party is at Davia. Mark Quayle, what do you think? I agree with Bryn. It really sounds like they're targeting us. Uh, so, since we've got all of this information, what, what, what do we want to do next? Because... It seems like they're targeting all the places that we go and all of our hometowns. So, uh, I don't know what it would be. Well, if it's all Next. of our hometowns, then I say we go to the closest hometown, which is Crispin's. All right, well then let's do it. See what happens. I don't know what's there for them to attack, but. Either that or we, if we can get a message from your folks, Bryn, see if they've narrowed down where in the Griff Mountains your, your siblings might be. You know, we can go there. You know, I think maybe we can go back to Debia too, one or the other. Well, I think we're closest to Crispin's town, so let's head there, and then from there go back to wherever we need to, but for now, I think we should just call it a night do you want to message your your folks at all Bryn? not yet not yet i I'm, i want to kind of just see how it goes hey Bryn, can i ask you a question sure what's your last name the name i've always had is avily but shouldn't it be Oland? That's just, I've always been Avalie. So you don't want your folks' name? Yeah, I haven't thought about it. Hmm. Can I ask you one quick question more? You just did. <laughs> where, where do all those cups come from that you are always drinking? Oh, yeah, I just pick them up where I see them. Is that like a magic cup or something? No, there's just a cup on the windowsill, so I picked it up. It only happens once in a while, not all the time. Okay, as long as you're okay. Yeah, I just don't want you, uh, you know. I'm still not happy with you. I know. I know I have a long way to go to earn your trust again, but I still care about you. And just very awkwardly goes okay and walks away. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Actually, um, she's gonna go over and pull Talfeft off to the side. Okay. Hey, Talfeft. Yes? You know, I was thinking that all of us have kind of had times where we've all had to face our demons, and I like what you said about trying to avenge Crispin's mom. Mm-hmm. Um, how about you and I kind of go over here on the side so that he doesn't know, and uh, let's check it out in the mirror of the past. That's a good idea. See if we can see, you know, if it'll show us the bandits, then at least we'll have a visual that we might be able to uh -huh. use later on. But, I mean, if there's a chance it won't. There's a chance it won't, but, mm. you know, um, what do you think? I think that's a good idea to find out who caused this. And maybe it's not Crispin's fault at all. He thinks it's his fault that he's the one who didn't protect his family. But this could have been completely out of his hands. I mean, that's what happened with my family. I had no control over the situation. Yeah. So I think we should try. For him to bring peace, I think we should try. Uh, DM question. When I use the mirror of the past, it's just me that sees what's going on. Nobody else can see it, right? That's a great question. I believe so. Um... You, you can describe what happened, but you witness what's happened. Yes. Okay. So, like, no, I'm, I'm thinking, like, if I'm in the room and I'm just looking at the mirror, like, they wouldn't know that I'm actually, like, seeing stuff, right, at that moment. Like, is there something visual that they'll know that I'm, like, activating its power? No, it, it's the holder of the mirror. The okay, holder cool. of the mirror can gaze. Uh, it does not... Um, you're the only one that sees it. Whoever's holding we, the mirror. Can okay. we both hold it at the same time and both see it? Nope. Doesn't work like that. It is holder singular, not holders. <laughs> Language of these spells is ch carefully chosen. We tried. Um... It, was, it was. I love the. Tr I, it was a great idea. <laughs> but no. Everyone holds the mirror and everyone gets to see everything. <laughs> Right? It's like it's like one of those um, science experiments. Yeah, <laughs> you could try. There, there isn't like an HDMI cable on the mirror, is there? We can, plug it no. the can we project it on the wall? <laughs> yeah, you could like, I'm trying to figure out any mechanic that will allow that, but I can't think of one offhand. That's pretty clever. <laughs> All right, well, Telfeft, uh, if you could just distract Crispin. Um, I'll ask the mirror about the past and... Uh, and um, we'll just uh, go from there, and, and I'll let you know what I see. All right, sounds good. Um, I'm going to pull out the jug of holding. No, what is it called? Oh, what is it called? I'm looking. I'm looking. <laughs> Alchemist jug. Is it? No, I, I should shut up now. Alchemy jug. Yes, the alchemy jug. Okay, so I'm going to go over, pull out the alchemy jug, walk over to Crispin and go, Hey, Crispin, I bet you this can make a really good fire whiskey. You want to try it? Hell yeah, I'll try that. All right, so we're going to try to conjure, like, a kick in your ass, really spicy fire whiskey. 
that's got some real punch to it. Hey, 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 hey. Can I get one of those uh, over here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come over, Birch. Let's drink. Let's drink to our awesomeness and our strength. Oh, yeah, baby. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's some good tasting stuff. Are you flexing? Yes, I am. (laughs) (laughs) Were Were they successful in making this whiskey? Only Crispin could tell for sure, I think. I'm going to take a big drink. (laughs) I'm going to go. So what do you think, Crispin? Do you you think it was a good whiskey there? Uh, It tastes great to me. I see the mohawk going up. (laughs) Hey, I got a question for you, Crispin. What's your question? I was going to say a little prayer for your mom if that's okay uh what's her name her name is Farina Farina wow that's, that's a beautiful pretty. name let's drink to Farina as I pour more into yes to Farina <laughs> the DM will drink coffee to that yes <laughs> Procon rest her soul Well played, sir. Well played. <laughs> Sariel's probably in heaven right now because we're actually like doing good things with the dead yeah. <laughs> instead of de- defiling it. All right, I'm gonna go in like a corner to say my prayer with the uh, mirror of the past, and I'm going to focus on Farina. Oh, I'm gonna make up a game with Kristen with the um the baboon's teeth and the shark and the no snake's teeth and stuff that you have to throw it and it's kind of like dice and depending on how they land you have to drink or not drink you know the uh, more of this we drink the less i understand this game (laughs) i i'm making it up on the fly so you're making up a drinking game on the fly with all the teeth that i have in my bag i think we should try flicking the teeth and see if we can get it to stick in the wall Whoever gets yes. to stick in the wall gets ha, makes the other person have to drink. Can you do that in a tiny hut? It would go through the <laughs> hut and fly outside, but it's. A, I that think that'd be fun. Sad. I want to lose the teeth. Cyril says, "Hey, how about whoever gets it closest to the edge of the the hut, and then you can, uh, if it goes outside, you can just go get it. But the win, whoever gets it closest, the other people drink." Nice. I like this idea. So I have... It's a, it's a modified game called Pitch we played when we were kids. It's called Teeth Pitch. Or I like it. Titch. So I have a Rakshasha canine. I have two vampire fangs. I got... I forgot uh, you collected these teeth. I totally forgot. Baboon canine. He's just pulling out all these teeth out of, out of his bag. Hoarding for the win. <laughs> Still yeah, waiting one day, for... Um... One day, Talfeth is just going to like uh, tie all the teeth to his sword and make it. <laughs> I'm still waiting yeah. for Talfeth to make something out of that. Yeah. Marquel, do do dragonborns shed their teeth? Like dragons um... do. Oh, only only when they're like real small. But like, is Talfeth oh, gonna follow you around and wait for your teeth to fall out? 
Hey, you need those? <laughs> no, but he does. Uh, All right, so you're gonna he do does the, mulch. Are you doing the mirror or, no, or not? Yes, I'm gonna be uh, focusing on Farina now that I know her name and I'm thinking of her, and um, I'm going to activate it. So it's going to give me information for a minute, and then it returns back to normal. In the meantime, I'm pretty deep in my cup, so I'm going to stick the vampire teeth in my mouth and go, I want to suck your blood! Do you get poisoned off of that? No. But it, I, I was thinking about how that would turn out badly, but I, I'm just not going <laughs> to do it. <laughs> did did Talfeth roll a natural 20 for distraction <laughs> for his distraction i think they're all just he's distracted. really good at this they're, he's playing a drinking game with everyone so um serial is not really paying attention to the drinking game but sitting down kind of quietly and uh in the mirror um as you look inside you see a, a slender woman in a blue dress with shocking red hair very, very blue eyes. Sitting with you believe to be a childhood Crispin. And they're sitting there playing a, um, some kind of game with string. Making patterns and uh, between the two of them. And Crispin on his side the, the string lights on fire and he he looks so apologetic. He's like, and she's like, it's okay. It's okay. You don't hear this, but you, you see the impression. Like, like the, he's very, very ashamed that the game is broken and she's just comforting him. And the, yeah, that fades. And you see a very worried looking woman, um, uh, looking outside the window, wondering what happened, a door kick in. A leather-clad guy with a battle axe comes in, looks at her, and starts going forward. And then a a fiery being appears, grabs the axe, and his face. This is a fiery being, grabs the axe in his face, and his face lights on fire, and his axe handle melts, and the axe, handle, the axe head drops to the ground. And after seeing this, looks over his shoulder, the fire fades and embraces the mother. Flashing forward, You see them drag a dead body into the hut, dress it in the blue dress. It is blonde, blue eyes, looks exactly like Christmas mother. And then the mirror fades. So my 
do I see who? What did the people who dragged her in look? It was it was the 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 fiery the being person. and Fairina. <gasps> so Christmas mom is alive. Oh. So fiery being and Fairina. Okay, gotcha. Wow. Oh my god. If Bryn was in spring, she'd be like, ah! But she's in summer, so she's all cool. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> Damn. Hey, Talfus. Yeah. Do you remember what it was like to be dead? Mm, no. I don't. Because remember, I was brought back right at the second I was alive again. It brought back before you went to sleep, right? Yeah. I just thought maybe you might remember something because for me, uh, even though it was a split second, I remember being dead. And I just, whenever, whenever I think of you dying, that kind of scared me. To, to think that you went through something like that. So I'm just glad you're okay, buddy. Same. It would suck to be dead. Next uh, up on the NAB drunk talks. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I don't know. That's a, a good question for the DM. Would I, re I don't remember any of it, right? Because I no, was cause... brought back instantaneously the moment before I went to sleep. So... I technically wouldn't remember any of it. Right, Mike? Remember what? Yeah, for you, as far as you're concerned, it never happened, I think. Yeah, that, yeah, I don't remember anything because that's, I think, what we, we discussed the last time. Yeah, the last session we said that you, we brought you back to life before, so you didn't even know you got assassinated until we told you. And to a certain extent, it kind of freaks me out a little bit because I don't know what would happen to my kingdom. I mean, I know I put it in good hands temporarily, but the future of my people would be very lost. I think we'd be lost without Topheth. I don't want that to happen to any of us again. So... That means we need to stick together, right? We need yeah, to buddy. be one. We need to be one. Um, Bryn's gonna kind of stand on the side and look at Talfeft and just be like... <clears throat> <clears throat> <clears throat> and like gesturing like... <clears throat> Come here! <clears throat> Sounds like somebody needs to wear a face mask. <clears throat> <clears throat> Uh, I'm gonna ask Kristen if he could figure out if we can make more alcohol and put him on that task. <laughs> well, I go talk to Brent. Yeah, it, that I that jug I don't think is uh, it's not attuned, right? No, it's just an item. No, anyone no. can I make. I thought it had a limit, like how much it could do per day, though. I think it does. Four gallons. Yeah. Yeah, but will drunk Crispin really remember that? <laughs> yeah. And how much so did you? How much did you make? Him. Like, did you make all of it, or did you make some of it? I doubt you made it four gallons of stuff up here. No, we probably made two. So I'm going to talk to Kristen and see if we can make the other two. But he's deep into his cup, so we'll see if that even works or not. So, But I'm going to put him on the job. 
I'm gonna try, and then I want to see if I can like spit it out and light it on fire. <laughs> okay. okay. Uh, yeah. I mean, the alcohol would burn. <laughs> so I'm gonna be else having flashbacks birch? to Buffy the Vampire Slayer right now. <laughs> I go to Topheth. You go ahead. Uh, I'll keep. I'll keep uh, Crispin busy. Entertain. I have some torches in my bag if you want to, like, play around with the torches. Okay, so Brandon and I go to the corner. All right. Uh, so, craziness. Um, I saw baby Crispin. It was so cute. Um, adorable. Yeah, he lit things on fire, and he almost cried. It was really adorable. <gasps> then, um, this, then it, like, flashed forward to Crispin a little bit bigger i would say um but mom was looking really really worried and this guy like with a battle axe like jumped in and then what i'm assuming is crispin because he was a fiery being grabbed the guy and like melted his face off it was really kind of creepy um and he also knocked with the axe but then there was like another flash and it was an image of crispin and his mom dragging no i'm sorry that that what you you know that wasn't crispin that was oh, okay. it was like a a much bigger being who was all fire when he appeared. Oh, and, okay. And reduced the the fire. Um So the, there was this all fiery being. Yeah, it was not crisp. It was <laughs> not, not specifically not crispin. Not crispin. I, I want to okay. make sure you got the right impression. Okay. Oh, okay. So it was not crispin, but it was definitely a fiery guy. Do uh, you know if in. it was like a fire genasi also? You know, uh, it was all fire though, because like Crispin's like fire in his hair and stuff, but he's like, more, he's like a person, but so more you know, like like a fire like, entity, like, like a, a fire... walking fireball, like it was crazy. And then it was the same fiery being, and Crispin's mom were dragging this body into the house and dressing it in her dress. So I think Crispin's mom's still alive. Whoa! After all of that, how is oh that? Oh my possible? god! Crispin, so wait, if Crispin, Crispin is not supposed to be mom... listening. <laughs> if Crispin found his mom's body, though, was his mom's body burnt to a crisp? Then... I guess we should find out. Or, or like, I mean, he would know if it's some other lady's body dressed in her clothes. Well, because the, the the mom that I saw had red hair and very blue eyes. The other mm -hmm. one was blonde. Weird. Weird. So, I'm wondering, maybe we should ask and find out, like, was she burned? Maybe he just recognized her from the dress and thought that it was his mom. Yeah, and it was with... Well, you didn't say it, but well, I heard it. I, I, I don't really know how to bring this up. She did. I'm going to look over Should at Should we Crispin. do it while he's drunk? Is Crispin, <laughs> is Crispin successful in lighting alcohol on fire as he spits it out of his mouth? This might determine whether or not I think it's a good <laughs> idea to tell him. Oh, yeah. He's like, he's like got his hand out and he goes, and he's just this beautiful stream of a fire shoots out as he spits out the alcohol right across his own palm, which he's immune to the damage of, but it's really hot. Like, you can feel the heat flashes as he goes. <sighs> he hey, 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 watch it, Chris. Watch butt. it, Crispin. Watch it with that stuff. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Yeah, I don't think it's the best time butt. to tell him. <laughs> I okay. don't think it's the best time to tell him when he has all, you know, flammable 
things in his hand <laughs> that he can projectile around. Um, but I well, think if we're he heading could... to his town, I mean, we could break it to him on our way there. Uh, I mean, it's one of those really weird catch-22 things. You know what? You know what? I'm wondering, um, how about we go there and then we do a little, like, recognizance and we try to find more information before we tell Crispin. Yeah, see if we can figure out what happened that day and who attacked and, you know. Do you know what I also think is really weird? Hmm? Do you know what I think is really weird, too? Sariel's real quiet. What was that? Say that again? Yeah. Sariel is is meditating. (laughs) Sariel should have given her two cents by now. No, Sariel's meditating and he's doing something specific. Mm. Yeah, it's it's creepy when she does that. All right. Okay. Well, um, let's do that. Let let's push going there, and you want to just let's just keep it between us for now. Yeah, I think we need more information, but that's big. That his mom's actually could be alive. I mean, that's huge. Yeah. All All right. Before we go to bed, I I I ask Mark. I'd like to ask Marquel a quick question. Marquel, Marquel, do you know uh, if there's any temples to Procon in Debia? Uh, DM, is there any temples to Procon in Debia? <laughs> um, there are not. You would know that there aren't. Uh, no, not in Debia. Sorry, Wave. I tried. It's okay. All right, I'm going to sleep. Oh wait! Before I go to sleep, I start scribbling a note, and uh, just just a beginning note of something, and I go to sleep. Hmm. All right, bedtime. Um, Serial is going to roll to see if he gets insight. He does. He do, he's trying to, you know communicate with the Raven Queen and he just, with all the distractions and fire breathing and all this, it t- took him out of the zone a little bit. He, he was unable to, um, to communicate divinely. Took her. You just see uh, you, this has been a long time finally here. Uh, uh, good night. Uh, everyone could do a long rest. Okay, I'm going to pick up all the teeth and take the jug back from Kristen before he explodes it. <laughs> uh, quick question. Has it been 24 hours since uh, we killed the intruders uh, in Mark Whale's dad's house? It has not. Because you flew down. Uh, um, has it been 24 hours? Um, it's It'll be in the morning. Yes, it will be. Okay. I just have to that's when the temporary hit points expire from Black Razor. Right. Oh. Um, let me, let's add that. Let's think about that a second. You left it, uh, you took a half day in the morning. Um, you stayed till evening. You flew at night. No, it hasn't been 24 hours. It has not. It would, uh, sorry, wait, morning. Yeah. After it, a long rest, it would after be After a long rest, hours. it's 24 hours. Yeah. 
so it's, it's it's the following morning because that happened actually it will be uh about noon because you it happened at lunchtime yesterday so you, you have those right. until okay. until uh noon till lunch so you wake up with them you wake up feeling pretty pretty buff you would know when they disappear too like you you feel the it's, imagine it is a like a power that you feel when you have those points and as soon as they disappear you would you would know and black razor would sigh <sighs> sounds good now you did know. you guys actually get schnockered yeah um yeah. in the morning I, I just want you to to roll me a a percentile dice those they drank a lot okay which i know was Talfeth and Crispin. Me too. Me too. Oh yeah. Do I get the advantage on that since I have advantage on everything? No, else? no, I wrote percentile dice. Not it's not advantage or disadvantage. I wrote a ninety-eight. You feel great. I rolled a when seventeen. It's, when it's a double so, zero, is that that's 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 a hundred. Oh, okay. So one hundred and three. No, 100. that's three. Zero that's, zero that's zero is a hundred. You rolled a three. Uh, Alfeth and Crispin wake up like you feel like your head is exploding and your head is your enemy right now. Like your brain uh, feels like it's attacking you. you you're so hungover. Um, Alfeth, give me the jug. <laughs> you're you're going to do hair of the dog? Yep. I think, uh, if we drink poison, it might be better. <laughs> Yeah. All right. So, so uh, instead of good going... morning, everybody. Oh, yes. Yeah, so, yes. Good morning, <laughs> it's everybody. A great day today. Hi, I Brian. Great. How did everybody else? How y'all doing? Eat your freaking <laughs> spring. I slept great. You do that again, and you're going to be headless. Okay. 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 <laughs> Sarah goes back to being quiet. <laughs> okay, so we're going to take out the jug, but we're going to make beer instead of whiskey with the lower alcohol content and start drinking that just to feel better. Wait, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I asked Bryn if, um, you know, Bryn, do you remember anything about your sisters? Nope. Hmm, that's too bad. I remember their names because my mom told me, but that's it. You must have been pretty young when you were taken then, huh? Yeah, you guys know that. But your name was changed, right? So maybe their names were changed. Probably. I'm thinking that the next time we ask somebody, I've got some names to give them and see if it does anything. But um, I think we should head over to how do you how do you say it, Kristen? Bear Bearcat. 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 Ayaya. Is everybody ready to go? Yeah, it's it's Bearcat, right? Bearcat. 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 It's either a bear or it's a cat. Make up your mind. It's either a bear or a cat. It's not bear or cat. It's bear that's caught. Bear caught. Oh. Yeah, you've had All to right, you had to use it. that many times in your lifetime, Chrisman, just to explain the name. It's kind of like being from Wolkit, except <laughs> it's spelled Wolcott. <laughs> it's Wolkit. Wicket. All right, let's hit let's hit the road then, guys. 
I mean, you don't have to hit it. We could just walk. Okay. It's, it's you know. Oh my god. If it's right? too loud, I'm gonna hit it. And and Bran just like slaps uh, Crispin on the back, like, yeah. Isn't this the best day ever? Oh, do we have cotton oh, that we can boy. shove in our mouth? Hey, Crispin, do you want to hear the most annoying sound? <laughs> hey, Twig, do you want to have? Do you want to be a soulless asshole forever? <laughs> he was one. He was a demon. Hey, Crispin, um, can we practice something real quick while we're walking on the road? Oh, you want to try the fastball special? How fast? Yeah, what I want. I want to. Yeah, I want to. I want to stand, see if I can stand on your sword. Can you hold it out? Stand on his sword. You know okay. what you can do is you you can pick Twig up and throw him in the air and then smack him like a baseball. Oh, oh yeah, that was under that. And then we can all see if we want to catch him. Uh, well, so, uh, we're all going baseball, down the only to. Thing that I have his bat like is is Black Razor, so um, we'll see no, if no, it's no. one Twig or two that comes out. I'm gonna put Twig on. Whelm, and then throw Whelm as it runs Oh, yeah. You're gonna do what? That's awesome. I love that. Twig on Whelm, and then chuck Whelm away from me. It can go like 60 And I've got, and I'm sitting there with with wave in my hand, like pointed straight forward. Yeah, holding on to Whelm. reach out and catch it. Well, then I I jump off at the furthest point. You're trying to, I wanna make sure I understand this. You are attempting to have, you're attempting to throw Whelm with Twig standing on it. No, holding it. You need to really like clutch it. <laughs> That's so awesome. So you're as you clutch you're, your you're, you're gonna. So what are you? What are you trying? This is fascinating. This is like this is like the fastball special, but with Whelm instead of you know Crispin throwing me. I I jump off at the furthest point. And see if I can, you know, attack an enemy. So we Basketball get like, 2. two attacks. Fastball two point out, exactly. So we're gonna okay. literally so, I'm gonna have him. So it's hammer right. time, right? Alright, so first yeah. of all, uh roll an attack to see how successful you are at throwing it in the right like a direction okay. you want. And when you throw the weapon it has an attack action. You can't just throw it and have it come back unless you're attacking something. I didn't. I thought you could just toss it. You could throw no. it and then have it come back. When you attack something, you can throw it and have it come back. It's not like a magical thing you just throw around and it comes back. It's on attack. So if you're attacking something, when it impacts, it would have an effect explosion. Um, okay, so I'm going to try throwing it at a tree. Okay. Birch, you need to you, jump off before it hits the tree. And I threw uh, a 31. Okay. There are no trees here. There are cacti. <laughs> All right, so I, I'd say it's a, 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 I'll allow a tree. So, uh, so you're gonna try to grab this thing and jump want? off, but before it hits the tree, mm-hmm. and go and what? Um, I rolled a 14 dexterity. Okay, um, to hold on. Yeah. Oh, the DM's face. <laughs> I mean, they make shirts about that face. Oh. Uh, you, you remember the end of Doctor? Uh, what is it, Doctor uh, Goodlove or Doctor something? Are Dr. we Strange? are we Strange figuring love. out what yeah, the little Dr. one Strange is? Doctor Strangelove. 
Maybe we'll find out who the little one is right now. <laughs> exactly. So you have a range of 60 feet. When you hit, the uh -huh. target takes... Uh, so the good news is that you can um, do this, and all that's going to happen is the trees could take a lot of bludgeoning damage. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, if I, so, extra 2d8. So you rolled oh, a, no, you one, rolled a what to jump off in the right direction? 14. Okay. So you jump off, um, take three bludgeoning damage as you glance off the tree and, <laughs> and tumble down and roll on the ground pretty hard. <laughs> Yeah, okay, fine. I'm, I'm, I, I, we need to practice a little bit, but you know what? That was a good start. That's a good start. I'm on back. You guys are very entertained by this, by the way. You saw a halfling grabbing onto, trying to hold onto the head of a mace, like, imagine, like, riding a broom, having thrown at a tree, and then whacking into the tree and bouncing off and rolling on the ground. Bouncing off of the tree. And the tree is badly damaged. Like, you just shattered a living tree. Okay, so... uh, hey guys, weren't we supposed to be um, a little bit incognito? We have all of these assassins after us. Okay. I have a okay, so um, I, I dust myself off and uh, now Whelm, Whelm comes back to your hand. And oh. so out of care, out of character, this made me think of a halfling struggling to hold on to the end of a hammer. It swings around in the air and spins like crazy. Yeah, it, it's a it's a very dangerous ride, is what it is. That sounds it hilarious. Could have gone, gone very badly. Sariel, <laughs> I, I picture Sariel perched up on her broom, just like shaking her head disapprovingly. <laughs> well, next time we'll have to try it with uh, Crispin and uh, Black Razor. You could die from that. If you get so, nicked by Black Razor, will it suck out your soul? Only if no. I kill him all the way. Yeah. All right. All right let's let's behave ourselves now and walk. All right. Fine. Into town. Uh. So this is a. Uh, uh, this is uh, uh, if you're going on foot, you guys are. This is a. Uh, you're gonna have to camp somewhere along the way. That is a long way. Mm. Now, as you're, are you walking along the road? Are you walking off the road? Um, if you're walking oh, off the road, it's going to take you longer to get there. Um, stay on the road. Nah, we're, we're really pretty badass. Hey, Talfeth, do you, you want to use use your little bag of tricks and see if we can get some companions for the road? Yes. Let's get some animals. All right, let me pull up the. If you get a bag. giant elk, that means Bryn has a ride. Hey. <laughs> if we could get three elks, that would be even better. Okay. Let me oh, that would be bag. awesome. Or direwolf. I could ride the direwolf. Where's the bag? Bag of tricks. Okay. Roll a d8. D8. Three times. You yeah, three three D8. Are you throwing up pull uh, three puff balls? Yeah, I'm gonna pull three puff balls out of the bag. All right. A five, a four, and a seven. It says oh. Diva, Diva, and uh, Bruce and Billy, I think, right? A boar, Percy, a boar, 
a panther, and a direwolf. So a boar. Boris the boar, right? Boris. Yeah, Boris the boar. And then Percy the panther, and then Diva the direwolf. Yep. Wait, so they... we can pretty much ride all of these things. No, you can't. You're not going to ride a badger or a boar. A uh, boar or a panther. Yeah. A boar. Yeah, I don't think so. I mean, you can maybe ride the <laughs> direwolf, but you're not riding a panther or a boar. Maybe Twig could ride one of them. Like maybe Twig could ride the the direwolf, but other than that, these are pets. They're not mounts. <laughs> I understand that, but I think you, so you haven't done very much the, redneckery. To they're not, walking you know. along beside you, like... Doo, 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 doo. <laughs> Panther's kind of like... <sighs> being all panthery. <laughs> <laughs> I'm wondering what's going to happen to make Percy die this time. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, so you are on the road now, and as Wait, you're is, on the road... I'm sorry. Does your sword need to be fed? No, we're good for right now. Um, you you do pass um, a cart going toward Istaklol, um, and about toward about noon, Crispin, you feel the extra power fade from the thing about lunchtime, um, and you do see a cart coming up behind you um, on the road as well. So the cart coming, there's one coming toward you that's close and one way in the back coming this way. Do you guys want to get off the road while these carts pass? We might want to get off to the side maybe? Just Yeah, through. let's just step to the side, let them go. Maybe and then we'll we keep on going. alert? So the first cart coming toward you just looks like a maybe a husband and wife or um, that are pulling a fairly small cart. It's got a bunch of you know bags in the back, and they just give you a wave. They are um, the woman has a a crossbow, but not at the ready, just like sitting down, ready, and um, you can see that he is uh, um, wearing like like. Pretty worn, pretty old leather armor. As how, just, how big is their cart? Like a, a, a small cart. It's not a not a big one. Would it be able to carry a couple of our people? They're going. going the, the, they're going toward you. Oh, they're going toward. Okay. Yeah. Never mind. They're leaving down. Um, I hi, I hide behind Talfith before the next cart comes by. Okay. <laughs> so they see. You could one, hide one, in the direwolf's fur. Yeah, you 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 do have a direwolf and a boar, and a panther, that are also <laughs> sitting on like as you guys are sitting aside the road. Okay, I hide so, behind Diva then. I hide behind Diva. Okay, um, the guys coming toward you um, from behind, from going toward uh, Barakat, um, the um, this looks like a much like a much larger wagon two big uh draft horses are pulling it and uh they slow down a little bit as they're approaching you um you you see on the uh driver's seat driving the wagon 
um, a dragonborn and sitting beside you see a halfling um, and they're looking a little wary going to the side a little bit hello uh, what ah. color is this dragonborn uh, a bronze dragonborn Okay. You, uh, you're walking out here? You guys are brave. I pop, I pop out and say, hi, any chance we could get a ride from you guys? Well, no, they're going the wrong direction. No, well, these, these guys are going, are going toward right. Bardakot. Oh, okay. Um, well, we normally don't, uh, have, uh, passengers, but we just, we just, Emptied our wagon and sold all our wares in Isklal, so... <clears throat> Who's got the highest charisma? I, I, I toss him five gold. <laughs> Say, is that enough? Well, it's not about the money. We just don't know you, and you've got uh, a menagerie here. Um, what's the... what? Who are you, and what are you doing? We heard some... You know, there was some trouble in town that we just came from. We're a little wary of strangers. How long have you been in this area? Uh, how long what? How long have you guys been on this trade route? How? I mean, we run this route for years. It's... Then you should recognize me. I, I'm from Barakat. Yeah, this guy used to protect this route. Um... Wow, you look different. Um, Maybe grown yeah. up a little bit. When's, but... when's, how long have you been out of town? You know, after the last attack, we, there's been changes. I've been out for a little while. Yeah, you guys have been gone for like nine months at this point. It's been, it's been quite a journey. Sea, joy, <laughs> sea voyages. Uh, multiple, I mean, months went by in between, um, so I'd say you've been out probably, um, nine months thus far for the, since you all left home. So I've been gone for like the last three seasons or so. Mm. Yeah, a lot's changed. Um, no money necessary. Uh. Yeah, it's uh, it's been a tough time, um, and uh, you know, wouldn't hurt to have some people along. Um, we really can your your pets can stay on their own. There's enough there's enough room for you to crowd in the back, um, except for pro, definitely except for Diva. Um, you could well, Sario will be on the broom, right? Um, would be, but that uh, would be much slower than you know a cart. So okay. the animals just, can walk alongside. Yeah, the animals can walk alongside and keep up just fine with the horse, but the broom would putter along a little slower than um, this would. So she would get in the back as well. Um, okay, as you, this has definitely picked up the pace from you guys walking. Um, the cart moves; these horses move along pretty fast. Um, the road is 
is very, very well worn on this route. And Crispin, you just kind of remember every turn and where the places you used to watch out for when there's like a switchback where someone could, you know, ambush ambush points that you're aware of. Um, as you approach, uh, you see, like on uh, for the for the podcast, this is a long road kind of carved out of some basically a hilly plains area um, and about as you get into evening you um, make someone aware that hey this is a point we always used to be careful of and uh, you guys what do you you haven't even asked what these guys who these guys are or what what they do or so uh can you guys tell us what has changed since the last big battle well yeah i mean uh and just uh, i'll just introduce myself who i uh i'm gezu and this is adus so gezu is the dragonborn and adus is the halfling and, and who are, I know, I recognize Crispin looking a little different, a little uh, battle-worn. I mean, you guys yeah, have I've, been I've in battle. That. You have not cleaned. You have not, you had a long rest, but, I mean, you've got bloody stuff. Like, you haven't actually been to an inn and cleaned up your clothing, like... <laughs> You can call me Twig. Twig, interesting. You're, I'm uh, Mark you're... Whale. I am Talfath. Talfath. Hi, not, my name not... is Bryn. Hi, Bryn. And the name Talfath, they, um, the Dragonborn, takes note, and. Uh, and I'm Serial. Well, where, where are you guys? Where are you from? Where do, you, where are you headed? What, what are you doing in these parts? Are you going home, Crispin? Or, I mean, what's changed is there's, you know, after the last attack, there's been a, it took took a month of construction, but there's a. We surrounded the city with walls, and we have built a couple wall um, watchtowers. It's much more. We're not a closed city, but it's much more protected than it used to be. So you definitely needed that change. Mm, okay. Um, yeah, I was. Uh... Yeah. A lot of people got killed during that last uh, that bandit raid, and they've been growing a lot stronger. Um, you know, especially the isolated roads uh, like to, to Kalesosis and others, where the there's only one way in and one way out. Those are the most dangerous ones. How did you uh, you used to run this route, right? Yeah. Yep, I used to protect Barakat. And uh, and you guys didn't your uh, 
um, patrols. Like, what roads did you... Did you go all the way, like, east and west and up to Kelsosis? Like, what, what was your... Usually we just stayed within the few uh, miles of the town. We didn't really go out to the other towns as, as, as far. I see. Yeah, it's... You know, we... Um, we keep our eyes out, but there hasn't really been any problems along the road um, for some time now. We heard of we heard of some rumors when we stopped at the the cursed staff. It seemed like everyone was really um, odd in town. It was strange. So I don't know what's going on, but it was. Um, what rumors did you hear? Well, we you know we run this route a lot, and uh, on the I, I don't know if you know the place, but um, you know Armin and I are uh, uh, aren't the own the in the in, innkeeper. Um, Armin and I are friends. I mean, we we always stay there, and we always all 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 stay at the Zest in uh Barricat, you know, the, the, the nicer places and, and but it was it was odd, like everyone seemed a little um I just noticed everyone seemed a little nervous. I didn't they weren't talking about anything. Um the the usual drunk uh uh Coney was stone cold sober drinking drinking uh tea, which is that was weird. Um never seen him without a pint of ale. Um uh, and uh, they were, it was just like the regular people there, but they were all, everyone was kind of on edge. I they didn't say why, I just noticed it was weird. <laughs> Can I do an insight on these guys? I want to see if I trust them. What do you, what do you? Like, if I feel like they are being truthful Something. or being, you know, yeah. where it's like, like, because, you know, we've seen people where, you know, we feel like they can be trusted, but they're actually traitors. So, I, you know, I want to... I just wonder, you're just trying to figure out if you trust them? If I... I mean, you don't need insight to see if you trust them. You just have to decide if you trust them or not. No, like, if, if they're, if I feel like they're telling the truth. Yeah, they're maybe lying through their teeth. Inter uh, yeah, <laughs> I would roll, uh, I would roll insight on that. I got a twenty-two. Um, yeah, you don't you don't detect anything strange, and um, uh, so mm. and and serial, even serial, the most skeptical person in the universe um, that you've you guys have met, um, <laughs> it just starts to asking him questions. She starts asking him questions about so. Tell us more about like where you're from and what are you doing, and uh, they're they offer it up. They're just like, well, I uh, we I actually found this little guy um, alongside the road, kind of beaten up. Um, that was about five five years ago, six years ago now, and yeah, it was good. And he was he was helpful, and I decided to help, and then we started making money together, and now we're partners. And uh, right. I, I, you know, I, I grew up uh, up north in Dabia and, uh, you know, 
so they, they didn't ask where you guys were from. They just assumed your traveling party. Um, and uh, my my friend here, uh, well, came from um, back east, but was actually helping do some uh, construction. Um, little guy, pretty handy with a hammer. Um, and he also can do, like, do the, the roofing and the, the cross beams and get into very narrow areas that a lot of other people can't. So, like, almost every construction site needs a halfling. You know, or a gnome or someone can get into the little places and do finishing work and stuff like that. So, um... That makes sense. Yeah. So and, you mentioned that these roads are really dangerous. What is it that's so dangerous about these roads? Well, um... We've, uh, had a few people try to steal our stuff. Uh, you know, the way we look at it, stuff is better than a life. Um, and we lose about one and yeah, one and 20 shipments or so. It's all part of doing business in Zyfe. What kind of stuff do you guys sell? What is your merchandise? Well, we, uh, we're the largest suppliers of, uh, uh, great ales, uh, strong whiskey, and wine oh. for um, for the the cities to the east, all the way to Calarine, to Istiklal, and uh, where our, we purchase everything from the from the um, this in the city of Berdikat. You said the magic word. Take your my new best friend. Yeah, I mean, we, <laughs> we basically we drop the entire shipment off, so we come back empty, which means that we're only in danger on the way out to the eastern route on the way back. Once we get to all, all the way to Calorine, uh, we're empty and we just head back and stay, have drinks ourselves from our own stock that we just sold. Um, they're always really happy to see us, right? So, but we are, uh, I'm sorry we don't have any to offer you because, um, ooh, and I see a couple of you uh, had some last night. Yeah, I was just gonna say we still kind of smell like it. <laughs> Um, so you said, you mentioned that you recognize Coney. Did you know him? I mean, yeah, I mean, he's, I don't know, he's always around that place, and he works for some guy up there. Do you know the name of the guy he worked with? No, some some guy knows something, but uh, he never, he, uh, he never left the room. Like, he didn't really, we never really knew, we knew he worked for a guy that, was a big shot. Do you have any idea what they did? He's probably one of the main reasons they need more alcohol every month. Like that guy was, I, I'm really worried about her income because he, you know, if he's drinking coffee or tea, uh, we'll need like one less barrel of sale every month. So he's definitely That's got a so reputation bad. for keeping you guys in business. Yeah, he's also very generous with the, the locals. I mean... So he's not local? Well, he's been there for as long as I've known. He's been there... I've been doing this route, like I said, about six years, so... Hmm. So are there a lot of other dragonborns in Barakat? Yeah, there's... You know, it's a pretty big city. Like, you know, basically we... We don't mind the heat, um, and we're 
get along with everyone in town. Not a lot, but there's some. There's elves and, you know, all sorts of people. This is kind of like the biggest, you know, this is only the only big city in the area unless you go up to Debia. So since uh, Crispin hasn't been there in a while, uh, what what's the best place to stay at over there? We were thinking, oh. about, we were thinking about staying for a couple days. Crispin, you would, you would actually give advice on this. You, you know the Zest is the place. Yeah, the Zest is totally the place to stay. I mean, that's that's kind of our <laughs> our home away from home, if you will. It's actually a home next to our home. <laughs> right. Well, we really do appreciate you giving us this ride. No problem. No problem. We do. Very much so. It's so much faster and so much better. So how how quickly like do we get there? Is it still going to take us a couple days? Um, no, you 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 got pretty far on foot till the evening, but they they suggest like, hey, uh, you know, we usually there's a spot up ahead that we've always stayed at. We've never had any trouble. We laid a fire and keep an eye, but we could all we could all keep an eye out for each other um, if that's okay with you guys. Hmm. I mean. Um, if, Do if we it need was, to take if it wasn't for If it wasn't for Crispin being, you know, known, I would be reluctant, but you guys seem like trustworthy people. Uh, you don't have anything to steal anyway, so anyway. it's not like, it's not like someone's going to try to steal something. Yeah, no, we're good. Sure. All right, well, let's, uh, let's make camp. And they, uh. In the back, they do you. You do see they have like you know, a little bit of personal supplies. They've got some, some. They they're willing to share bread bread with you guys. Um, sorry, they don't have anything but but you know water skins. Um, the halfling does have a, one wine skin. And, one wine skin and offers you guys a drink from the wine skin. Hey, uh, we're happy to share. No thanks. Can we have beer in our jug already? Did we make the whole beer jug? You drank that yesterday. Yeah, so you have another you drank four that, gallons. You drank that last oh, night before you... Yeah, you know, we, said is... we, made, we said we made beer this morning to help with the hangover. Oh, well, how, yeah. much, how much did you make? It was whiskey. We can technically make four gallons. Did we make a gallon each and just drink a gallon each? <laughs> no, you couldn't drink a gallon of beer and then like be functional. You could you would probably pour out a couple mugs, but if you drank a gallon of beer, you're non-communicative and passed out for the day. Yeah, a gallon is an enormous quantity of alcohol. Like, so basically, you still have enough for everybody if you if they wanted it. Yeah, yeah. You got, I'm assuming you guys made a couple mugs. Otherwise, yeah, you just are out of communication for the day. Yeah. So you could yeah, share I one. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> Just because this is fantasy, it's also like you have to think about realistic quantities of things that you can consume and live. <laughs> Bran so. is going to share a tiny little bit of her elven wine. Okay. Oh. Just what's a the, tiny. What's, the, what's this? Just, and the halfling oh. goes. Ah! <laughs> it's, it's like the tiniest. <laughs> little, like, ah! That'll put hair on your feet. Oof. 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 
It already has, buddy. It already since, has. Since you guys are, are connoisseurs of the... And the Dragonborn goes, Is that... Is that... Elvin? It is. And he takes out... He puts away the, the big stein and takes out, but like, basically a thimble-sized shot glass. He goes, I would love some. Perfect. Dink. Yeah. He goes, <laughs> Ooh, that's about all I need. Thank you. Um, before I have any drinks or anything, I'm going to put my goggles of night down, mm-hmm. and I'm going to jump up, click my heels together, and I'm going to do a quick circus around the perimeter. Oh, See if I see anything. Um, I... Okay, so... Um... Uh, as you're going around the perimeter on the outside, um, outside of this area, um, you are going around one hill and you see three people kind of looking over the hill at the camp. Like they're looking at each other, three people looking over the edge of the camp. They look very big, and they look like they're surveilling. And that's where we're going to take our first break. Oh, my gosh. That was a good idea to do that surveillance. Welcome to the break. This is Michael Cremeen, Dungeon Master for Reckless Moves. I'd like to start out by thanking all of the people listening to this podcast. Without you, we're just shouting into the noise. We did this just to have fun and record our sessions. And now we have so many listeners. It's greatly appreciated. It's awesome. Uh, We thank you for listening. And I also want to thank all the players who... Despite the fact that give me insomnia and headaches, I love you guys to death. Big thank you to the audio providers that give us great music to play behind our voices, including the most recent one, audio with two eyes.com. You can get an annual or lifetime license, super affordable if you do a podcast, audio2eyes.com. Check it out. Also, really want to thank Tabletop Audio, Serpent Sound Studios, and filmmusic.io. Dungeon Masters, check out Don John 
at donjohn.bin.sh. If you're a dungeon master and you need some random ins or names or things like that for any edition of D&D or just any fantasy game, donjohn.bin.sh. I want to thank D&D Beyond. We do all of our character sheets, our tracking, our encounter builder, our initiative, uh, modules, as well as all of our source books on dndbeyond.com. Check out the master tier. You can get tons of stuff at a super affordable rate every year. I want to thank Coffee for fueling our game every couple weeks. Coffee, it'll keep you awake, but don't, much like a gremlin, don't feed it after midnight. Isn't it always midnight? I never understood that. They should have clarified between midnight and 5.55 a.m. or something. It's a loophole. I thank my dog Maggie, who is not chewing a bone this week, but is sleeping at my feet. I really want to thank Anna B. Meyer, M-E-Y-E-R.com, for making incredible maps for Greyhawk, the land we are in for this season one campaign. We want to thank dmsguild.com and how to be a great game master.com some great materials that we use in our campaign uh, from the action points to the expanded rules of sea battle we want to thank blue microphones audacity and Logitech. Alright, I think that's it for the thank yous. Again, thank you for the listeners. Thank you to the players. Let's throw out all our plans and get back to the game. Heading west from Istiklal um, on the way to Bardakat, having met a couple people, giving them a ride, going much faster on the road. Uh, Twig decided to do a little surveillance um, running around the outside of the camp while everyone is getting ready to settle down for the night and has run out, witnessed um, uh, several. Uh, looks like three um, uh, humanoid size um, people observing the camp um, 
when they're kind of like looking over the edge of the hill. Um, and that's where we'll pick up. So Twig, uh, uh, you're, you were using your boots of speed, correct? And then you saw these guys. So um, are you attempting to do... Uh, um... I'm gonna slow down and, and see if I can stealth a little bit and observe them for a second. Okay, um, and did you roll stealth? Yeah, I rolled a 23. Got it. Um, so um, the uh, that's very stealthy. So you basically are able to both put on the brakes and go into very quiet mode in order to uh, observe. And, and you are about, uh, let's say, 60 feet from them at this point. And what you get is uh, you see three people, um, two dressed in robes and one dressed in leather. Um, looks like you, you see, uh, guys peeking over the edge, um, uh, at the camp. Okay. If I'm about 60 feet away from them, I'm going to quietly message Crispin. I'm going to use message because he's within a hundred. And I'm going to say, there's people. They're they're watching the camp. Okay. And I say I say I say they're wearing robes and they're at about. They're they're just due north of the camp. Good to know. Thanks for telling us, Twig. And I'll pass the message along to everybody else. Then the 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 dragonborn and, and halfling like. Uh, Let's. Should we get ready? Like I. Does everybody have dark vision? Um. I, I, um we know no, we do. No, like. We, we don't. We're not good at fighting at night. Well, you then know. you guys take cover. I'm gonna douse the fire. If that's okay with you guys, since the rest of us have dark vision. Maybe we should pretend like we don't know they're there. And Serial says, yeah, and Laura, that, that might be a good idea. Just, like, play dumb, but let's get ready. Get ready to rumble. Yeah, exactly. So that, so that when they try to surprise us, we can surprise them back. I think that's exactly what we should do. But be careful, because they may have spells if they got robes going. I'm going to pretend like I'm going to go take a piss and hide a little ways away from... Uh... I love this group. And I'm going to stagger out like I'm pretending to go take a piss. All right, what are you doing observing these guys, Twig? Are you going back to the camp, or what are you doing? Um, I'm actually going to try and sneak a little bit closer, see if I can hear them. And uh, you you just hear their murmuring, unless you, they're whispering to each other. And the one of them... Uh, uh, one of the guys as uh, he uh, takes out a light crossbow and puts a bolt in and gets it ready um, the other um, one guy reaches into his pack and pulls out some materials it looks like um, and the other one guy um, reaches into like a component pouch and then pulls out some uh, some things you can't see what's in their hands, but they appear to be ready to, like, attack. Okay. I use. Uh, 
Hang um, on, I I actually have a question before things go down. Uh, since Markwell can see in all directions because of his cloak, can he see them doing this? You weren't you weren't you can see in directions, but you 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 don't you weren't watching for them. Hmm. Okay. And they're they're about a hundred feet away from you, so. Um, Hmm. Well, um, if, if I see this happening, I'm not going to let them. I, I send a message to really quick to to Crispin, saying they're getting ready to attack, and then I uh, I cast uh, I cast invisibility okay. on myself. All right. So you're and invisible and stealthy. You can get closer. And as you Ooh, so stealthy. So, so since you're invisible and stealthy. You can get very close to them so you can start hearing what they're saying. And in whispered hushes, you hear, all right, they're not ready. Let's first, I'm gonna, I'm gonna shoot the, I'm gonna shoot the tall one. You cast, um, give us bless, and then I'm gonna, I'll cast. You can't hear what the maid, the, you hear, you, you recognize like, blesses, you know what blesses a cleric spell. Because you know Serial has that, so you, you've seen that before. Um, and if we catch him by surprise, we I think we can take him. Um, and they get ready to get up. Everyone roll initiative. Okay. All right. Well. Okay. Eighteen. I rolled a, na a, a one, so I re-rolled oh. it because of my halfling feature. Got it. Okay, so eighteen for you. Um, Question for DM about Whelm. Yes. Says that you have a di disadvantage on attack roll, saving throws, and ability checks. When you see the daytime sky, it's nighttime, so I don't have disadvantage, right? Correct. This is nighttime sky, so okay. yeah. Thank you. Um, yeah. Question uh, for DM too. Hold on. Serial uh, roll the twenty-two. Yes. Can I use my action point to re-roll? Yes. Yay. Ooh, I would actually also oh, like so to much better. Okay, what what'd you get, Bryn? I got a nineteen. Okay, and uh, Crispin, seventeen. Uh, Markwell, twenty. Nice. Telfeth, eighteen. My goodness. All right, uh, Twig. I'm gonna let you act because you're invisible right by them. If you want to take this, this could be this could be a surprise action. No, everyone else is aware, but this is, you have a surprise um, attack. Sur surprise round, right? Yeah. All right, so I am going to I'm going to cast. Uh, uh, I'm gonna attack with my rapier and cast booming blade. 
Okay. Do I do I don't get advantage, but I do get sneak attack, right? Uh, you're invisible. You do get advantage. Okay, cool. So you get advantage plus sneak attack. Uh, that is attack the guy with the crossbow. Uh, okay. So, by the way, as they get up, this as they're getting up to attack, this is when you... Exactly, exactly. Yeah. And so uh, that is a, um, a 26 to hit. Solid. Good backstab. And um, the damage is... Remember, if you kill him, you're right behind him. That is uh, 20, uh, 31 damage. Whoa. Very. And, go ahead. He's, uh, you, as you dig, you dig in so deep, you already see his blood starting to spurt out the hole. And I use my crossbow expert and aim the crossbow at the one who's getting ready to cast a, a spell. Okay. And I shoot him between, uh, well, as close to the, between the eyes as possible. All right. That's a 17 to hit. Another, a good, another good hit. Guys only wearing cloth. And 11 damage. So, you guys sitting down there aware of this, see these guys stand up and see one of them go, Ugh! and have, basically you see the edge of a, wa a rapier come out of the front of him in the side. And then the other guy has a, a sh his shoulder goes forward and you can actually see the glint of the crossbow uh, sticking in his back. And All they, right. know, they know exactly where he is because they heard the booming blade the first time. Uh, yeah. Um, so uh, the order of initiative is Serial, Marquil, Bryn, Twig. Um, so Serial being a, alert to this and also having... Um, he just says, All right. And he casts... Um... He pulls out a out of his um, pouch a golden reliquary, this, uh, and he takes this and out of the ether uh, right above these people, a celest a big celestial spirit appears, and it is holding a uh, a, a big radiant mace. It is, it is a huge, it is a very large, glowing celestial being, and um, it takes an attack uh, with the mace. What does it look like? It is, it's, uh, it's, it's hard to see because it's like semi-transparent, but it is, a, it is a very large humanoid creature that looks a little like uh, Serial's cleric, but 
it is holding a gigantic um, radiant mace as well. So this it's like transparent, but you can see light coming out of this source. And and he goes, yeah, this is new. And um, the weapon attacks the one that Twig just shot. Um, the Patronus. Uh, I rolled a natural twenty and a three. Um, so yeah, the the. The mace strikes the one that Twig shot with the arrow. Um, the spellcaster. Yes, and does. Sorry, I I apologize. It's the first time I've cast the spell as Serial. It's not a mace. He has a gigantic bow, and he's standing right facing off against these things, and he has a radiant bow in shot. Um, uh, he's basically now everywhere, everywhere between you and them is all lit with light, and... Ah, that's um, did... 32 damage. The arrow strikes and goes through the creature, uh, the, the one that you shot with the arrow twig, and it falls yeah. down. It, the arrow goes through him from the front. You see a, a glowing arrow come out the back, go all the way through him, and he just falls, clutches his chest, and falls down dead on his face. Beautiful. Now, as a bonus action, um, uh, Serial. Um, you see the familiar uh, spiritual dog whistle come up and try to smack the guy that had wearing the leather armor that you attacked with the stab. Yeah, with the crossbow. Yep. Um, um, wow, plus nine. Holy crap. Uh, a non-natural 20. They're on 11 plus nine. So that does, I'm gonna try this one. 15 points of damage to that one. Dude. And then he just kind of moves to the side to allow everyone else to have a uh, fair aim. Very cool. That's a, that's a lot of damage. Like he's, that one guy's dead. Um, and My boots of speed are still active, by the way. Yeah, they don't they don't stop. Just well, you slow down to to stealth, but you're you still have that. Yeah, um, yeah I did not click potential them speed. Them. Yeah, um, but you are no longer visible because you made an attack. Right, but I but they have right. disadvantage on attacks. Um, right. Uh, okay, serial Mark Whale. Okay, um, Mark Whale is going to step forward, so he is within ninety feet of each of them. All right, um. So, who, which one of them looks looks uh, better? The the one that is wearing like the the lighter robes has not been hit. 
Okay. You saw you saw the other guys. One guy die from the celestial arrow, and the other one um, got hit with the spiritual dog whistle. So the one that has not been hit is the one on the right. Okay, I am casting a spell. Uh, flames wreath around him, and he must make a dexterity save. A dick. Oh, a dexterity save. Does does that affect me as well? No, nope. I, I believe it's targeted. Okay. Um, eight. Uh, I assume eight fails. Yeah, it fails. Um, so he will take eight d six right now. Wow. Eight d six. What's it? What is the spell called? Immolation. Ooh. Wow. That's a new one you took. I did not know that. Oh, that's amazing. That's awesome. Okay, so he takes uh, 5, 10, 12, 14, 16. Uh, 20, 20. He takes 27 points of fire damage right now. All right. And uh, at the end of his turn, he must repeat the saving throw. Or take the same damage. Uh, no, it's less damage, but now he's on fire. He's shedding bright light in a 30-foot radius and dim light for 30 Their Their sneak attack didn't after go that. so well. <laughs> it, it is my observation thus far after two people have gone. <laughs> yeah, um, and uh, they can't be extinguished by non-magical means. Wow. Okay, any, uh, any other bonus or movement, or are you staying there? Uh, that's it. Okay, Bryn, and then Twig. So they're behind a little hill, right? No, they're at the top of the hill. They were coming in to attack, um, and they, they're, they I'd say they're in quarter cover because they were coming up the hill. Um, okay, and I can't see Twig from where my vantage point is because he's behind them. Correct. Right, okay. So I'm going to cast... Table of Thorns. Um, so the next time I hit a creature with a ranged weapon, uh, a rain of thorns sprouts from my ranged weapon, and anybody within five feet of it must make a dexterity saving throw. So which one are you attacking with that? The the um, I'm gonna uh, say the guy wearing leather the or the cloth wear. Uh, so whoever's in the middle, like the middle the one's way. dead. So the others are they're more than five feet apart. So you can pick the right or the left. The right oh, is where is, is the one on fire, and the one on the left is the one that had got uh, stabbed. Oh, okay. Do I see that they're more than five feet apart? Yeah. Okay. Well, then, in that case, I'm going to um, to cast Zephyr Strike instead. Okay. So Zephyr Strike is um, uh, once before the stubble, you can give yourself advantage on a weapon attack. And it deals an extra D8 force damage on a hit. Wow. That's um, pretty badass. So my first one. And I'm going to do sharpshooter on all of my hits. Okay. So the first one is in a non-natural 20. Okay. <laughs> so that's five. Oh, that's an extra D8. Sorry. Extra D8. So 9, 12, 22 damage. All right. 
And then second shot. Oh, that misses. That was a two. Okay. <laughs> so, and then my uh, ambusher attack. That is a 16 to hit. That one, it just, it, it just misses off the side. Um, actually, what you hear is a clank. You realize under this, this uh, robe, he must have something metal that he's wearing. Okay, um, then, yeah, that's it. <laughs> All right, um, Twig. Um, okay, I am going to, uh, woo. I, you know what, um, uh, gosh, I, hmm. <laughs> you know what, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take wave out. Well, no, I can't. Um. I'm I'm just gonna to to, to uh, attack the uh, guy that's not flaming. Okay. And I don't have sneak attack anymore, but I'm just going to do a regular attack. And um, boom, boom, boom. there we go. And he hasn't moved at all, has he? He has not. Okay. So okay. That is uh, twenty twenty-seven to hit. Solid hit. And uh, that is seven. And I'm going to cast Booming Blade again. So um, it's uh, 12 plus 16 damage. All right. He's badly hurt. Um, Anything else? Uh, I'm going to kind of see if I can back away a little bit. I'm going to use disengage. Well, no, I already used my bonus action. I'm just going to back away a bit and I let him see if he can do an opportunity attack on me. He's going to try. Uh, he rolled an eight, though, so. Okay. Uh, did not. He took a, like, like, basically a blind swing where he th- thought you were, and you uh, can use your movement to back off or go in whatever direction you choose. Yeah, I'm going to back. Oh, go off to the side because I, I, I just saw Bryn's arrows flying by. And I said, yeah, I don't want to be here. Let me move away. <laughs> All right, sounds good. Uh, Telfeth and Crispin. All righty. I'm going to throw Whelm at the flaming one. Um, but first, I'm going to cast Hunter's Mark. All right. As my bonus. Um, I guess you. I guess you could say that away? guy's got to. Oh wait, never mind. <laughs> uh, how far away are they? Um, they're a hundred feet away. So okay, you you don't to... you don't have to move in a little bit to throw him because you have a sixty foot, uh, yeah, yeah. sixty foot with disadvantage, twenty foot range with a, with normal throw. Okay, so I need to move closer. Yes. And you're, you're um, you don't have forty feet huh? movement speed, or no, I don't. But I'm wondering, you know what? Shit, why the hell not? I'm gonna use Misty Step and get closer. What? Uh, how much does Misty Step give you? Is that a bonus action or an action? Oh, I think that's an action. No, I, that's a bonus action. Actions. Let's see. If it says bonus under bonus action, action, Misty Step, you can do it. Yeah, it is. So I can't cast Hunter's Mark right now. Okay, but you can Misty first. Step. 
And how how far does that take you? So Misty Step takes me... 30 feet. Yeah, 30 feet unoccupied space. So I'm going to get 30 feet closer, then run 25 feet closer after the 30 feet. Now you're within striking distance. Okay, now I'm going to throw Whelm. Or not, yeah. Alright, so... 18 to hit. 18 does hit. And, uh... Um... Here, uh... Because you asked asked for it. Um... Whelm says, Time to die! (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So it is... 15 damage on the first one. Yeah, take it. (laughs) And then on the second one, Wait, 15 damage? Yeah, 15 damage on the first hit. And that's... You're attacking the one with flame, correct? Yes, the one that's flaming. Alright. And then... 16 for the second one. Is that 16 to to hit? Yeah. Uh, that one does just miss. Damn. Okay. It, 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 again, it goes really close, and you hear a kind of a clang. So you worry, you must, he must be wearing some kind of armor under the roof. Metal rule. armor. Well, I'm going to say to everybody, metal armor, aim for head. And then I'm, that's my roll. <laughs> nice. Okay, uh, Crispin. They, they rolled terrible. Initially. All right, so how far away? Actually, you, your lowest roll this round was 17. That's like amazing. They didn't roll terrible. You just rolled better. <laughs> so, Crispin, what are you doing? Uh, how far away are they from me again? Um, where I'd say where you were standing, uh, about eighty feet. Okay. Um, I am going to. If I use the uh, dash action to get up there, can I still do an unarmed strike it, as, a, as a bonus action? Dash takes, um, dash uses your full, your action and movement. So you can you can move, you'd have a bonus action you could do. Right, so could I use an unarmed strike as a bonus action? Yes. Okay. So I'm just gonna run up to the guy that's flaming. Uh, since my since walking speed is 40 feet, I can get all the way up there. Yep. And then I'm going to just punch him in the face. <laughs> punch him in the burning face. Yeah. I like it. His uh, new nickname is now Flaming Hot Cheeto. And that is a <laughs> 23 to hit. Hot hits. And that's seven damage. All right. They are... Insult him. The look of surprise on their faces Insult is injury. astounding. Um, uh... They're seeing like what this happens so fast. Um, he is going to uh, turn and try to run down the hill and is going to try to fire at uh, Twig. If uh, he moves out of my space, can I hit him? Uh, this is not the flaming guy, this is the, the guy wearing leather. Ooh, natural 20. He um, has disadvantage, remember? Oh. What did, what did he, 
For, because because of, of my boots. My boots. Uh, so no natural 20, uh, 17. <laughs> um, that, that is my armor class, so he does hit. Yep, he does hit. Um, okay. You take an arrow that does uh, nine piercing damage and make a, con a constitution saving throw. With a I use uncanny dodge to take, so it's four damage. Okay. And constitution. I rolled a natural one, so I'm using my halfling luck. Didn't you? Didn't you use the? Oh, you used that last. That round. was the last round. Yeah. Yep. And it's a non-natural twenty. Okay, so what you see as the arrow pierces you is that it got something on its tip that looks like it's green, and you. Uh, start feeling like your arm go numb but you you move and pull out the arrow and the poison does not take purchase cool um the guy on fire um gosh i don't know what what, what i would do um so he's on fire does, um Maybe he should dive off the cliff. Uh, he is going to cast... A, there, there is a, a silence that occurs over the 20-foot uh, radius, which is entire of the whole camp where you guys are standing down there, is now... Um, Wait, hang on. Counter spell, level four. So as he tries to cast silence, his his his, his voice goes, and I can't. <laughs> and the spell leaves his fingers and does nothing. Um, he yeah. is going to, on that note, he is going to turn and run full speed down the hill away. Then I'm going to hit oh, him with my sentinel. Wait, hang on. You know what? Uh, I forgot. As soon as the guy in the leather started running, he takes 2d8 uh, uh, booming blade damage. How long does that last? It's it's whatever he moves. It's it's whenever he moves. But how long? It it's 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 like it's any time he moves after I hit him. Well, not forever. I'm asking how long does the spell last? Uh, duration is one round. Okay, it's it's up until the start of your next turn. So yeah, he did yeah. not take it. Yeah, booming blade doesn't stay. It's a it, if if he moves during during before your next turn, um, that would apply. Um, but it, he doesn't take the damage. It's not a it's a one time thing. Um, okay. So he he's. But he's still on fire and running. Um, no, the, the one guy is trying to run away. The, the guy in the cloth, you actually hear 
kind of like clink, 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 like like armor sounds as he's running down the hill. Before he runs, if he starts to move, I'm going to strike him. Um, yeah. As my opportunity attack. Oh, and you have Sentinel, too. I do have Sentinel, so he won't go anywhere if he does move, if I do hit him. So that's a natural 20. I would oh. like to make sure that I... Uh, yeah! The hilt of Good Raven. timing. To knock him out instead of actually uh, kill him. Because okay. That would be what? 12. Okay, so that would be 24 plus 9, so 33 damage? He is unconscious, and you clarify that you're trying to knock him out. This guy is uh, at. He is unconscious with no hit points. Awesome. Okay. Um, um, so. Okay. Well, he's unconscious. So top of the round, Serial <laughs> takes the spiritual weapon. That twig <laughs> starts chasing the guy down the hill. And tries to clonk him on the head with the spiritual, with the spiritual uh, dog whistle. Um, and his. I'm amazed at that. That uh, he rolls. At 18, which is way over the armor class, and does um, the spiritual dog whistle goes down, not only clonks him on the head, but he hits him so hard that he falls down dead. Oh, Yay! shit. That was the. That was the I, I'm just going to say that was really amazing that you took that route around because this was supposed to be a, like, super surprise attack on the camp. <laughs> and these, you just, <laughs> I'll tell you later, you guys just, uh, you have one guy who's unconscious but alive. Now, does, I'm sorry, the flame thing, does it stay? Uh, or, it, says, it says at the end of his turn. Yes, a little uh, saving throw. But is it a concentration? Are you taking it off of him now he's unconscious? Yeah, I'll take I'll take it off of him now that he's unconscious because it's concentration. Okay. So, yeah, um, that's what I was asking because if it's still burning him, he would be getting the death saves. Um, now, if it was still burning him, he would be killed and turned into ash. <laughs> yeah, that would be um, hard to interrogate him. Yeah, yeah. for sure. So... Um, Watching all this happen, uh, first of all, let me, uh, congratulations. I mean, you guys just got, uh, 1,400 experience each. Sweet. Nice. I'll do, uh, cereals because... Yeah, I just saw that. I just saw it tip over. That was a considerable. That was a tough battle. That was not tough <laughs> because you knew where they were. <laughs> um, we still need it. Um, so uh, yeah, it turns out us halflings aren't completely useless. 
<laughs> so so uh, Gazer goes, um, yeah, I think it was a good idea to pick you guys up. No, maybe. They, they, they literally were, they, they just watched this happen and, like, it, this was a 30-second slaughter. <laughs> it did not I'm take long. It was like, it, it was just like, stab, arrow, 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 flame. <laughs> <laughs> it just like, they're like, <laughs> so, <laughs> Gazo and Anus are just sitting there like, oh, wow. Oh, 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 wow. Wow. Hey, uh, that, Crispin, you... Uh, you're welcome. Wow. Chris, Crispin, <laughs> you want to you wanna grab this guy and bring him back to the camp so we can interrogate him? Yeah, I'm going to grab him by the scruff, like, you know, back by his shirt collar and kind of drag him down to camp. Yeah, he's unconscious, so... Um, um Sariel, do you want to use your um, manacles on him? Uh, I think that's a good idea. <laughs> Manacles. You sound yeah. so dainty today. I love a man in manacles. I don't makes him a real man. Nickel. See them what they are. I know he has them. Dimensional yeah, shackles. Dimensional. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, <laughs> it, it basically they he takes them out of his uh, pack and just throws them and they go. Flying through the air, and they go clank, clank. <laughs> and he is shackled with his hands behind his back as he's being dragged down into the camp. Um, the other, uh, uh, the other bodies are on the other side of the hill. Um, and Sarah I, goes, I would like to investigate I, I, I'm the other body. Check that. Oh, who is going to do that? Sarah, she she goes. Running up the hill, it looks over go the edge, the body. and lays, yeah. runs down the hill. <laughs> go ahead, I'll I'll let Sarah do that. No, we can both, you know, look. Okay. Um. So, I that guy was burned. He was on fire, so that would take. You notice that the. Uh, the one that was wearing the cloth has an amulet that and doesn't appear to and has a, a leather pouch on his side. When you search that, you find like compo magical components that were for what he did. But you also um, find a, a hundred gold. And on the uh, guy wearing the leather that you stabbed, you find a, uh, a small a, a rolled up piece of paper with a string around it. And um, you notice on the one hand, he's, there's a ring. So you've got an amulet and a ring. And didn't he have a crossbow too? Yeah, you have, a, you have a light crossbow, a short sword. The armor's ruined because it's been impaled and, you know, yeah. driven through and shot. Um, the armor, anything. So you, 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 as you're carrying the guy down that's unconscious, you realize he's wearing like plate mail. It just was under like robe, very long robes. So like, you, you, as you're going down, you hear clank, 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 clank. As he's hitting rocks and clank, 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 clank. Little noisy much? Yeah, and so you've got a ring and a an amulet that were on them 
100 gold, and those are the items in a small piece of rolled up paper. Would somebody like me to cast Identify on anything? I would love that, because I'm wondering how he had enough strength to be a spellcaster and wear plate mail. How many items do we have, Bryn, that uh, need identifying? Um, the only ones that I know of are maybe this one. We didn't do any detect magic or anything to find what out. About, else what about that dagger? We don't know if it's magical or not. Which dagger? The one from the last battle. Oh, yeah, the one that was on... Uh, uh... Yeah, Morello or... Uh... Mauritius, or, or no, Motieri. Motier, Motieri. Yeah. Motier, Motier. So um, you uh, cast Identify. The amulet is called, an, you identify this as an amulet of health. It, uh, your constitution score is 19 while you wear this amulet. It has no effect on you if your constitution is already 19. It does require attunement. Um, it is a, um, it's a wondrous item. It is, it is very valuable. Um, so it makes your constitution 19 while you wear it. Is there anything else that needs to be identified? I would totally take that. Do you have a slot for it, Crispin? I would give up my animated shield for that because it would increase my AC anyway. You know what? It would probably increase my AC too, which would be nice, but that's okay. I'm 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 attuned out, so. At Crispin, if you want it, I'm okay with it. If everybody else is. Yeah, that yeah. works. I'm fine with it. Yeah. Um, okay, I'll take it. The other um, item you identify as a ring of X-ray vision. It is also requires attunement. While wearing this ring, you can use an action to speak its command word. When you do so, you can see into and through solid matter for one minute. This vision has a radius of 30 feet. To use solid objects when that radius appear transparent and don't prevent light from passing through them. The vision can penetrate one foot of stone, one inch of common metal, or up to three feet of wood or dirt. Uh, thicker substances block the vision as done a thin sheet of lead. Um, and you can you need to take a long rest between or you have to roll constitution um, or gain exhaustion so that is a ring of x-ray vision I get in so much trouble with that thing imagine a, a, an invisible rogue in full stealth mode with x-ray vision <laughs> yeah so those are the two items the dagger um, uh, does not have it is a, it is a dagger it is not magical and he's looking rather closely at the barmaid. <laughs> it doesn't let you see through clothing, but that would be cool too. <laughs> Actually, hold on. Uh, solid objects so. when they appear transparent. Yeah, I, I guess it could be X-ray vision if you chose. <laughs> it doesn't say no. you can't. <laughs> I, I, I will pass. I will pass on that. If it, if it requires a tomb, and I'll pass. So you have these two items. Okay. I give it to Bryn. Say, so here you go. Sweet. I'll put it in the bag. All right. So you have both these items in the bag of holding. Um, 
Yeah, they're. Uh, you'd have to go to a shop to see the value of those, but they're. I mean, you understand that it, items that generally are powerful like this are would would be you could sell for a pretty penny if you're not going to use them. Um, um, Crispin, weren't you taking the amulet? Yeah, I'm going to take the amulet. It boosts my uh, HP. What is your are you going to give? What is your HP with that? 124. Oh my gosh! At level nine. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> So you're gonna um, give uh, Bryn the animated shield back then to put in the bag? Yeah. Or anybody who Question. else wants it. Question, uh, I, I could take it. Uh, Mark Whale, can you can't use shields? Can you? Uh, I can't. Um, so no, I'm not. I'm not proficient in it. Um, no. If you can't use shields, it wouldn't work. You have to be able to oh, use shields okay. for that. Okay, never mind. Yeah, it, it's an it's an animated shield, but it is a shield. If you aren't able to do that, so you have to There's be able to before. carry it. Yeah, you have to be able to wield it before you animate it. Crispin, before we go into town, do you want to be yourself, or do you want to use the hat or disguise? I'm gonna be myself. I have no reason to disguise who I am. You know what, guys? We still have yet to do our long rest. No, I know. We were in the process of it. <laughs> you, you, you weren't yet. You were making camp and getting ready to settle down. They well, saw you They saw you around a fire guy. starting to... What's that? I said maybe we should interrogate this guy before we uh, go to bed. Yeah, can anybody give him like one or two hit points? I don't want to give him a lot. Talfif, do you think you could do that? Hand Lay on hands, yeah. Yeah, I could do that. Give him like one hit point. Okay. <laughs> so you use you use one point of lay on hands and he goes uh, yep. uh, uh, uh. I'm gonna stand there with black razor at his throat. Okay. Uh he only has one hit point. <laughs> um hi. Hi, zone of truth maybe? Who are you? Well I can zone of truth him. Okay. Let's do that too. All right, I'm gonna so, zone of truth him. All right, he's truther. Um, he has advantage of that, and he rolled a one and an eight. So, um, twice in a row, I passed. Hey. So he has failed dramatically on, on avoiding the the effect. How did everybody else feel? <clears throat> I failed. So oh, cereal. Roll the two. And the other guys, hey, both the, both of the NPCs rolled a 15 and an 18. So they're like, <laughs> they're just like. You so guys, that, is that a charisma? You guys are entertaining. <laughs> so Serial failed, Crispin failed, anybody else? It's wisdom, right? Uh, is it wis wisdom or charisma? Charisma. Yeah. Son of truth. I got an charisma. 18. I rolled charisma, so. 18? Okay. I passed. <laughs> Fantastic. Pass. All right. Um, so. He Who looks extremely. Excuse me? Who are you? Uh, um, what is your name? He's trying so hard not to tell you. Um. But he he's like resisting, but it's just not working. 
Uh, I'm soon and I. Who are you? Why did you try to attack us? We we were just given a job. Who gave you the job? Uh, he's he's struggling to like. Um, they'll kill me. They'll kill me. They'll kill me. You're gonna they'll die. They'll kill anyway. you now. Ugh. Okay. How would you like to die and your soul be consumed? Motiri told us that uh, Antonius wanted you guys dead. We've we've killed parties of ten. Like you guys are, you guys are tough. They didn't say. They said just like. Tough. Oof. What reason did they give for wanting us dead? They don't give reasons. How much was the bounty for us? Ten thousand each. Was 60, it our party 000. in general, or was it one of us specifically? They wanted uh well, they wanted the, the all of you, but they wanted the dragon. The dragon. We were supposed to kill everyone and capture the dragon. Holy shit! What do they want with the dragon? Do you know? <sighs> I assume. Because they failed to kill his dad. That uh, we could use him as leverage. Why are they trying to kill his dad? Do you know nothing? <laughs> I want to know what you know. Is that the last question? He's not dead. That's right, he's not dead. <laughs> And it lasts for 10 minutes. I mean, he, he has to speak the truth for 10 solid he minutes. He doesn't have to There's tell you. He has to speak the truth. He doesn't have to answer all the questions. No, this is what happens you when you actually use the hilt of your sword instead of the point. Yeah. <laughs> where, where, the point where, 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 is, is that exactly? a passive-aggressive passive aggressive attack? What's the defense on that? <laughs> well, where, technically oh I have advantage, God. so... It, <laughs> I, I, I tell him to tell us exactly where in the Griff Mountains your base is located. My base isn't located in the Griff Mountains. You think Why that, are liars you think us fire? hirelings are given information like this? You don't understand anything about the Brotherhood. Okay, so Brotherhood. you were told to kill everyone and capture the dragon. Where were you supposed to bring the dragon? Uh, up to Kalesosis, and then they're gonna teleport him somewhere. 
Kale's... Oh, Kale's Sosis. <laughs> yeah, north, north of Barakat. Do you have a loyalty to this group, or are you a paid mercenary? I mean, we've, we're, we're well paid, and we're... I mean... Meaning is your technically, loyalty the I highest guess we're, bidder? They're always the highest bidder. <laughs> if it's your life, is it the highest bidder now? We all gotta die. Yes, but we can uh, have you meet your maker sooner rather than later. Oh no, his soul will be eaten. Ha <laughs> See, your soul will be eaten. Uh, what? Oh, no, and he's he's looking at the sword and seeing he's kind of staring at the the the, the night sky you can see through the blade like he's confused. Is there a way that I can have Black Razor kind of crackle with dark energy or something like that? It's not a feature, but you could move the sword so we can actually see the effect. Sounds good. Is there him. some? He's freaked out a little bit. Is there something that you can tell us that will stop us from killing you? Why would I trust you? No, you don't have to. Kill me anyway. It depends on what information you can give us. If it's something juicy, we might reconsider. Serial says, "Hey, hey, 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 hey. We could. We look. We look. We can." We can either let these guys loose, or I can, I can help you, and we could, you know, we could turn you over to the authorities, or maybe even potentially let you go. It depends. Like, they're gonna. You don't understand what's gonna happen to you if you don't listen. Do you want to live? Yeah. Does so everyone want to live? Could, maybe you should help us, and we'll let you live. I don't know what I can tell you that you don't seem to already know. Like, you still didn't give us the reason why they want Mar the uh, want to kill the governor of Debia. Okay, so the Scarlet Brotherhood wants power. The way you get power is to take over. You can assassinate someone and put someone that's friendly to you in their place. You can skew elections. You can buy politicians, you can buy constables, you can buy guards, you can hold on, hold on, hold on hire, we can hire powerful magic people to summon demons, we can do like, there's so much, you don't know what you're against when someone has millions of gold against you. So, Guys. so, can I wait, can I ask you a quick question? If you were going to replace the governor in Dabia, who are you going to replace him with? Uh, I, I don't know those things. You understand that this is all like, I, they give us only information we need to do our job. This is kind of like cells. Like, where, you where only you? know which guys, you... guys, come here. Come here. Come okay. Over here. He's trying to okay. struggle with the manacles, by the way. But he can't. Um, he can't. There has no chance of taking these off. Gezu and Adis, can you guys just keep watch on him for a second while we talk? Uh, 
Sure. Alright, guys, come over here. So we're gonna go out of earshot. Okay. You know, I'm thinking we could use this to our advantage. They were sent to capture the dragon. So why don't we let them capture the dragon? Yeah, you guys can get disguise yourselves as the dead people, or at least two of them. I mean, they were wearing robes or whatever, so we can always just have them, and our whole party can go with him. Well, I think the as... robes that they had on was damaged, but you can disguise yourself to look like him. And uh, what do you guys think? Give him an incentive to take us to Kalesosis? Yeah. I think that's a good idea, actually. Talfeft? Great idea. Brilliant, my dear. My well, only concern is we're going to be short. You know, there's there's three of them. He takes that place, so we're still we got, you know, a few of well, us. One of them will not be able to. What if we can them. convince him to work with us, and then Bryn and I can be disguised? No, one of them could have died in the battle to take to take the dragon. It does, they don't all three have to go. That's true. Well, well, I would think uh, that the whole party should go, but who's to say those guys in Kilsosis know exactly how many men they dispatched to take care of us? Well, the two I in disguise can him. be, a, you know, the two in disguise should be up front, but then the rest of us can be in hiding behind, you know. And then who exactly were they supposed to meet in Kilsosis to transport? I mean, because he never I'm told us we where. Should we should we should take him with us and convince him to help us. But hang on, guys. Uh, it seems like these guys are with Suladani, and uh, from from what we've seen before, the people that that try to give us information about Suladani usually die in instantly. Yeah, so how do we yeah, know that? How do we know that convincing him to help us won't instantly kill him? Yeah, but he's well, not giving us information on Suladani. He's just, he's a hired gun that was hired by Mothiere. So, you know, they don't know who the, like, what the assassins are. You know, when we scried, or when Sariel scried, they were just saying that you're hiring all these little guys. They don't know who is being hired. Okay, you have a so good we point. Just pose as assassins and take you into custody. And we'll all be right there, so you'll be safe, and then we can fight whatever's there. All right. But we're not going to get anywhere if we let this guy die, because we don't know any information, and everyone we've talked to has different information. I agree. Let's try it and see what happens. As long as we can stay nearby. Is there, does anybody have the, a way to make sure we're all disguised, though? Sariel, you're really quiet. I have something called the dust of disappearance. I can make everybody in a 10 foot radius invisible. For how so, long? Um, good question. I mean, we have to be long enough to be close enough to them to go through the discussion and also through that transporter that he was talking about, in my opinion. Yeah. Does the dust have an ingredients list and a directions panel? Um, it looks like the duration 
Um, you're invisible for 2d4 minutes. So I guess that'd be, you know, 10 minutes, I guess. Or 2d4. Mathematically, two to eight minutes. That might work out. We could try it. Uh, do we have to stay within the two f or the ten foot circle? No, or... just just for the initial. And and you lose it if you take an action. Okay. So I mean, I just rolled a five, but that I mean, so be. Yes, five minutes, I guess. I mean, it's, it's a good solution, temporarily, at least. Well, you wouldn't do it right now, because we're nowhere near Kilsos's, but... Yeah, no, it would be, you know, as we got there. <sighs> Alright, let's go talk to him. Does Sariel... Sariel What's the matter, Sariel? I could help? I mean, I, you could heal him. I don't want to heal him too much. I want to keep him right at the edge of... His. Well, if we sneeze on him wrong, it's gonna kill him. Yeah, I mean, I thought about that while I was holding black razor to his throat. If I sneezed, it would have been all over. <laughs> oh, good. So we need to bring him a little bit back. Um, well, you know, these guys are loyal to the highest bidder, so. I wonder. I mean, we still have the guy's head in the bag. Should we show him? Yeah, I think we should. I mean, that would be a great I'll let him know the guy who like... hired him is in our bag. Pretty much. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Also, the other people in our party know the head in the bag. Oh, yeah, we don't want to show them that. The the, the, the two, two uh, uh, drivers, the uh, cart drivers, we don't want to show them the head. Uh, they know who it is. Yeah, I don't. Do they know who he really is? No, they've never seen him. They they know Coney, but remember the other guy he worked for always stayed up in the room and they never met him personally. But I think pulling out a head in the middle of a camp, just as we're getting ready to go to sleep with these guys, would not make a good impression on him. Ah, we could pull open the bag, let him look in, and close it again. <laughs> or we do that in the morning. Yeah, I think that's better. But I think we need to talk to him tonight about possibly coercing him into our plan. Otherwise, we kill him. We don't really need him. We can disguise as him. Alright, I'm going to explain everything. Okay. Um, I mean, what do we do with him? And I understand what you're saying, but are you explaining it to Gezu or to... No, I'm telling the group that I'm going to explain it to him. Oh, okay. The, the title hence, one. Hence why I said it in Marquail's voice. Okay. Uh, what is this guy's name? Did we figure out his name? Hang on. I, uh, yeah, I gave it to you. Not Gezu, the guy we just... Uh, uh sooner and I. Okay, so um is this is this the plan we're gonna use? I think so. I think it's the best plan we got. 
Okay, so Marquil is going to turn around, go up to, um, what's his face? Tied up man. There we go. Uh, Sununu. Hot Cheeto. There we go. Uh, and I'm going to say, all right, look, you are going to get us into kills. Kielsosis. And you are going to turn me in. I'm doing air quotes. <laughs> and if if you do that, we will let you live. We have a choice, do I? I mean, die now or die later, I'll pick later. Maybe I can, I don't know. If uh, if they find out I'm dead anyway, so I guess I not. can't spend gold when I'm dead. Nope. Um. Okay. All right. Um, I can't. I can't. I can't. I can't take you. I can't take you in. Wearing shackles, though. I don't. And can I roll it? of death. We're gonna leave the shackles on you and only heal you a little bit, because we don't want you running off and pulling some shit in the middle of the night. We'll heal you Can't in the morning. Can't trust you yet. No, I'm not saying now. Come on. I'm saying right. when we get there, I can't have shackles on her. They're gonna, they're gonna know. Well, of course. What do you think we are, stupid? Can I roll insight on this guy? Is he, he's still under the zone of truth? Yes, ten minutes. Yeah, I kind of do, but... <laughs> okay, I'm going to cuss in Draconic. <laughs> like, one of the most vulgar words. And okay. then, uh... And then he's going to, uh... Start casting Alarm. So, um... Let's see, an area in, within range that is no larger than a 20-foot cube. Would it, would it be possible for me to, like, set up a perimeter around him? Um, is it an alarm that someone can eat? Um, yes, it would definitely be possible. And uh, does alarm allow you to do that? Well, uh, it, I, says, I it, says, uh, it says... It says... Choose a door, a window, or an area within range that is no larger than a 20-foot cube. Oh, whenever a tiny or larger creature touches or enters the warded area. So, yeah, you could uh, you could actually set... It says no larger than. You could put it, like, six feet around him. Yeah, so what I was thinking is I would basically create a ring that would alert me mentally whenever... Yep. Whenever well, he... I have a question, though. So you guys mentioned that you're worried about Suladani's reach getting to them. So if we were in a tiny hut, magic cannot cross into the tiny hut, correct? Hmm. Correct. So that could work. That could work. Putting him in the tiny hut would make it so that that potential magical reach would not reach him. Okay. Uh, what do you guys I, think? I don't know. I don't know her. I don't work for her. I've only barely heard of her through rumor. Like, I mean, 
All right, look, we don't trust you enough. I don't know why. For that. <laughs> well, let's see, maybe because you tried to murder us? You uh, know what? Judging sir? from uh, Sarah's scry before, this, uh, you know what? Are, are you guys considered heavy hitters as opposed to regular um, assassins? <laughs> I, I have no idea how you found us. We have been very successful. This is our first failure, and since you've already killed them, they won't suffer the punishment of death for failure. So you All guys right. are the heavy hitters, okay. So Mark Vale is going to start casting a tiny hut. <laughs> okay. And so your guys are inside, and... Uh, you you can all fit plus uh Gesu and uh the halfling can go can fit inside um you are able to put it you can have him in here and put an alarm around just him because it says yeah. up to no larger than 20 foot cube but it can be much smaller and it would make not only would you hear um the ping would awaken you even if you're sleeping but um that it would be an, also an audible bell handbell saying sound for everyone for 10 seconds inside 10 seconds okay so so so, it would give you a mental alarm to wake you up but it would also ring a bell very loudly in the hut if he moved out of that circle so it says it's an either or uh so i think that uh oh i see i I, you're right so you're choosing the the uh audible or mental mental Okay. I'm choosing mental. Bring all of us in case something happens to you. Yeah, if, if we put him in the middle and ring him around with us, he won't be. He'll be, and we hear a bell. He'll be and be big doo doo. Yeah. <sighs> if all right. Happens to you, Mark Will, You know. Not saying okay. that there anything will. So Mark Will recasts the spell. Now it's audible. And while oh. he's in, can I just use one of my pitons to go through the chains on the shackles to pin him to the floor? Hang on. <laughs> um. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Wasn't I mean, sure it's all ain't going nowhere. Yeah. It, so, but you are you explaining what this does? I he's just he just sees right. you casting a spell. He doesn't know what's going on. Okay, so around. now that he's done, he's going to like uh, clap his hands together like he's uh, just finished some hard work. And he's going to go, All right, if you try to escape, we'll know. Good night. Uh, okay. Okay, so um, he'll take, you're all taking a long rest? Yes. Are you taking turns yeah. guarding or? Goes, hey, I just uh, need um, you guys to take some shifts before, and then I can guard him the rest of the night since I only need four hours. I'll take the first shift. Yeah, I can take the second. Okay, so basically, if you think about it, you can you can in, in ten hours you can do shifts and a long and everyone get long rest. You just need a little overlap. Um, so, um, during, yeah, this is during my shift. I'd like to talk with him. Okay, if he's awake. Yeah, he's a. Uh, He's not exactly having a, a restful um, evening. He's going to sleep, but he's kind of... What's his s- race? Oh, he's human. Okay. 
So um, basically, you're preventing him from taking a long rest. <laughs> no, I mean he can he can rest, but during my shift, I just wanna what, if he's awake, I wanna have a conversation with him. I was gonna say if you keep him up, though, he won't get a long rest, so he can't recover his spells or his health. Oh, so we're gonna chatty Kathy him to death during our different shifts. I mean, he can sleep a little bit, but you can prevent him from regaining spells and health points by... And Serial speaks up, like, hey, hey, you know, maybe maybe we shouldn't get into cruelty and, like, torture? Because that's kind of torture. That's not torture. That is ensuring that we are safe. I mean, if he has any yeah, but spells or anything that he could cast while we were, well, you know, here's without hands... Then the what we could do is just gag him, because... Most spells that I'm aware of that are powerful need like uh, like motion and a lot of times material. He can't do that while he's got the shackles on. So, uh, guys, I I'm trying to sleep over here. Can you can you quiet down? He <laughs> <laughs> rolls back over. If we want him to help us, then maybe we should get him to like us. Okay. Uh, it's up to you. You know, I can hear you guys. That's nice. <laughs> Good for you. Alright. Well, he kind of, he tries to turn on his side and, like, lay down in this little area. Twig is already dreaming about riding Thrag in the forest. <laughs> nice. So you talk to him, Rin? Yeah, I just um, wanted to just talk to him and, you know, get to know him a little bit. Just conversation, I guess. Just letting him know that we're not, you know, we're not evil like the people who hire him. Um, <laughs> Alright, well, everyone else is taking a rest. He's just trying, he's just resting here. Go feel free. Alright, I'm actually going to give him a little bit of food. Um, he leans forward. Great. Can I get some water? Yeah, sure. So I give him some... Actually, if I cross that alarm, is that going to actually no. make an alarm too? Okay. No, just... it's only... he. Ex... I assume Mark Whale, he can exclude anyone he wants, which is the party, from setting it off. Only this guy. Yeah, because um, I know some people are active sleepers. <laughs> um, All right, so I'm going to give him a little bit of food and some water. All right, thank you. So how long were you guys tracking us? All right, so... We were actually... I'm telling you, like... We didn't get commands directly from Otiri. We were actually we were told we were told Materi gave the command, but this was we've been tracking you for about uh, um a week. And then you disappeared. And then we we were told where you guys were with pretty close. Like you guys just disappeared. And then it, 
like we'd, we'd get a pit. Someone's got something that tracks on you in your party. Oh. Interesting. And we disappeared? Well, about about when did we disappear? How long ago? Like, uh, well, the night before, you disappeared, and then you disappeared again last night. Um, I guess this, this thing prevents whatever. Okay. But I don't know how they're tracking you. They just kept sending us where you were. So you said, uh that you got your orders from someone else? Who did you get your orders from? There's this redhead woman who comes up and, uh... Does she wear robes? No. Uh, well, yeah, but... Not always. She was, like, dressed as a pirate, and then she was dressed as a wench, and then she was dressed as a nurse, and she, uh... Is her name Ennen? Yeah. Yes, we're familiar with her. And she would just, like, appear and tell us where you are and then disappear. Some kind of teleport thingy, I don't know. Do you have any idea what is being tracked? I don't. I just know they, they seem to know where you are always. How are you feeling? I've had better days. Hey, you know, I know this doesn't mean anything, but it was just business. Like, it's... We know where the money is. And, I understand. Uh, and we really don't want to have to kill you. So I hey, really that, hope that we can, we can work this out. Yeah, I, I, they're tracking you somehow, and I don't know how. So what is your specialty? I'm a ranger. What are you? <clears throat> I've got a little little bit of priest, a little, little bit of mage, a little bit of tough bastard. Do you have a family? No, not anymore. Are you from around here? Where are you originally from? Uh, I'm from way back east. How long ago did Enin hire you? Well, um, we worked for... She tells us that Motiri calls the shots. And that she's giving us commands for Motiri. And it's been a long time. I mean, uh, I'm from like, I'm from a, a town called Calibut up uh, uh, north of the Troll Fens and uh, uh, near the Griff Mountains. Oh, the Griff Mountains. Have we been hearing a lot about that place? Yeah, that's a. Yeah, it's a nice area in some places. So you get um, you get messages that are written in Orcish, huh? Yeah, that's always the. We have to every every 
every person that gets commands has to someone that uh, either can decipher or can read Orcish. Because so few people read Orcish and it's a... Uh, they change those things every, like, every couple months, and they send us the codes, and we have to write them in Orcish to get, like, to get commands, to give commands. So, do you read Orcish? Or was it one of your other guys? I do. Me too. This is the what I found, and I show him the code. Ah, great. Is this a new code, or is this the one that you know? That's, a, that's the one we have now. Yeah. So tell me how to write a code. What what is it that they put in this? What information do they put down? The first the first letter of the sentence. Indicates the the it always looks sort of like bad poetry. The first letter of the sentence is the letter of the word. So if it's like because, then it's the, the whatever word starts with a B. If it's A, it's whatever starts with an A. And those are the four, and it's an order. Every week it changes. So you have to use the right week, the right code. So if we, if we get a new code, like a new message that it's sending, we would just write it down and then it's never, you know, it, it's like we get a sentence at a time for different people. So is that how you report back to? Yeah, we can record, report back using the, uh, we can send back to the person that sent us um, the code and, and just uh, the words pass or the word fail it's kind of an easy grading system it's not like you can almost kill someone well in our in our business well i'm going to show you a sign of good faith and let you know that we we killed materi or materi well i don't understand how did you uh, like, he's supposed to be way up there. Apparently not. But as high as we thought. So... Okay. I think Ennin is actually giving him the messages. Giving him the commands. But she just came to us yesterday. Like, last night. And said that... Like... And said Motiri sent the message. I'm going to show you somebody. Do you know what Motiri looks like? No. Oh. Okay, then. I don't understand. It's... I have his head in my bag. <laughs> well, you're collecting him, eh? Uh, only when I need him. Well, right. could you help me compose a letter to show that you have passed in killing us and capturing the dragon? Yeah. I want your word that you'll let me live and go. Because I will have to 
I have to go a long way away. I can't really, I mean, it wouldn't make sense to go back to Kalbut. So, I have to... If you help us if we are successful, then yes, you will live. Alright. Okay, so, um, they'll compose the letter, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> that says that they he, passed. He, he, just tell, then... he just tells you, basically, uh, the, the, the 25, because you just, you, the sending is, you, the message sending has only got to be 25 words long. And so he says, um, uh, ask again another time, because we will meet you at the pass. That's all he says. Makes sense. Okay, well, thank you. I appreciate it. So that for that to work, I have to bring him, send that message to someone who sent it to me, which is Zenin, and then go to... Um, Colossus. No. Uh, there's a there's a building within there which is called as the DM stops and checks his spreadsheet <laughs> please hold loading please wait <laughs> loading please wait is what you said Uh, oh, it's a um, the Lewd Pilgrim Inn is where we're supposed to meet them. <laughs> where do they get these names? Um, okay, well, I've always mentioned in the break, but I love, I love, we, I generate a bunch of stuff in advance for each session, and those are all the things I put in my sheet. <laughs> nice. Thanks, Don John. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so, as, as another sign of good faith, I actually take out the piton from the shackles. Yeah. I don't think I can still move, but thanks. I'm, well, I'm, at least I'm, this will be a little bit more comfortable. Yeah. Thanks. Um, and and you, you, you catch him. He's basically, he's not doing anything nefarious, and he's not doing anything bad, but he's... He's done, the only thing he can do is healing word. It's the only spell he can use, verbal only. So he's healed himself up a little bit. He's like stretched and uh, lays down. I hope you don't mind. I just can't sleep when I'm, I'm like super hurt. Of course. Go ahead and rest. All right. So we'll who? In the morning. So I got. I'll just for brevity. You can take turns is it if anyone else wants to talk to him feel free uh serial would of course but i'm not i'm just gonna summarize that he assures him he's not gonna kill him because i'm not gonna talk to myself as serial talking to myself <laughs> but i need to hear that dialogue i mean geez I, I no. can't. I can't theater of the mindless. I gotta. I gotta hear it. 
So, no. So, uh, it would be a short conversation series of us. How you doing? You know, like, I think you could, um, I think you could do yourself a big favor by just telling us what we want to know. And, and it'll go good for you. Maybe, maybe if you do well, we'll, we'll let you go and let you live. And I'll tell you what, I'll help you out a little bit. And he, um, because he's, he know also he knows he's about to, or she, excuse me. She knows he's about to do a long rest. Um, uh, cast a, oh, wow. Cast a, uh, Mass healing word, which does um, eighteen points of healing. He uses kickass it twice, so he's healed up much more. Um, but you know, he, you know, I also understand some of the things you were doing and trying to do. I think it would be good. Well, I trust you and all. I think that I'd like to put a gag over your mouth, so um, I don't know what spells you know that aren't the ones I know, but I know that I don't want you to use them. So, how do you feel about that? He goes, I don't really have a choice, do I? I mean, it's a... <clears throat> whatever. And so, whoever whose shift is after cereals. Uh, Uh, Telfeth? Yeah. Okay. So when you, when, when Serial wakes you up, you look up, and now he's gagged. <laughs> I'm going to uh, take out a comb and comb his eyebrows. <laughs> she, he just looks at you super confused. Like. Mm -hmm. And maybe comb his hair a little. You can always be well coiffed and gagged. I mean, just saying. <laughs> okay. <laughs> he's like, he can't talk, but he's just like. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I'm gonna be looking out in the distance, make sure nothing's going on. Yeah, I'm just he he goes back to sleep. So uh, uh, unless the there's anything thing. else, he takes a. Uh, um, uh, everyone take a long rest. <laughs> okay. Recover, reset, whichever you do. All right, morning time, and you are. Uh, um, the hut is how long? Twelve hours or eight hours? Eight hours. So you would have had to. I'll say you ritual cast it ten minutes before it expires, so it can last the whole ten. So you actually have six hours left if you wanted to when you wake up. Because in order to do staggered, guarded, long rest and not everyone sleep at once, um, you get it. So you uh, awake in this nice, warm hut. Um, uh, uh, Gezu is, by the way, has pulled in his pack and pulled out a bunch of uh, rations. He's like, you guys uh, hungry? Sure. So, now it's like, it's like sea rations at camp. It's not awesome, but it's like, it'll do, mm -hmm. it'll do while you're traveling. 
Thank you. And you, you are all missing. You're all really missing the great cooks on the ship. <laughs> as you're having, yeah. as you're having like rations <laughs> for breakfast. I hope the ship is doing good. We can send a message, just to double check. But all is well. It would be sending, not message. But yeah. Um. Serial pulls out a sending stone uh, while you guys are drinking your coffee or tea in the morning. And, um, in his, uh, in his mind, he's, hey, mom, I'm just letting you know. You're doing okay. Hope you're okay. We're, uh, uh, having some fun out here. Hope all's well. Just checking in. And I'll keep the re- I'll keep the reply. He he would not tell you the reply, but the reply would be so great to hear from you. I'm doing well. I do worry about you. I know you're going through some tough times. I got a message from uh, Samila, and uh, well, I had no idea. You guys know, but yeah, Samila is the dragon. Serial would not Markwell's mom. Yes, Serial would not tell you this, but he just puts a stone away. Very cool. All right, so you see uh, uh, Gezu and uh, um, getting ready and uh, um, getting the pack horses ready outside. Adis is uh, picking up all the rations and stuff they left and putting that in the back of the cart. And headed to the city. Oh, you're heading in? Uh, wait. Aren't we? I'm questioning. You're heading into Barricat with the prisoner? Well, Were didn't we have to go, go through Barricat to... Hello. So hey sorry. guys, sorry. I was just feeling a little hyper, so I ran around the camp a few times. Um, <laughs> I wanted to fill you in on everything that I learned last night when I had a little conversation with our friend here. Mm. And, he, and I... he, he's still gagged, by the way. He wake up, you did not see him gag before. <gasps> How come he's gagged? And I go over and I ungag him. Sarah and I goes, say, uh, apology. Uh, hello, um... You know, he's a spellcaster, and I don't think it's a good idea to let him have his open mouth, even Look. though I think all he can do is heal himself, but I don't know all he can do is heal himself. So, like, what if he can do some nasty stuff? And, like. Look, he gave me his word, and I'm going to trust that. And if it means that it's bad for us, then it's bad for us. But. We're asking him to put his life on the line just as much as we are, so I think that's. Giving I don't him know the if that's true, but you know, I'm not going to argue with you. How long would it take us to go across, avoid Barricat completely, and go straight up to the road to Kelsosis? You you would have you could you could make that in uh, about you'd have one you'd have to sleep once on the way with the cart, um, and also, Gezu says. Hey, uh, 
I heard what you were saying. Like, I'm kind of down to help you guys, but I we're not like fighters. Like, we could give you a ride, I guess. Um, but uh, we can't bring like a prisoner into Barricat with uh, like not knowing. Can you can you throw some blankets over us and just go straight through town? Nah, they're gonna search. Like, what if we just? It's different. It's different than when uh, you know Crispin was there last. Well, let me like, just tell the, you what I found out, and then maybe we don't have to have him shackled, and then we can just look like a regular party coming in. So then I fill them in on everything that I found out last night with uh, uh, Sunanai. And I show him the letter that he helped me write to show that it was a, you know, to send. That way we can give the message to say that. Sarah goes, how do we know that letter isn't some code to bring a whole army through portal to kill us? We don't. I hate to say it, but I do not trust this guy enough to take the shackles off. I don't either. We're going to have to trust him at some point. He goes, not for nothing, but I, you're going to have to take him off once we get there, or I can't go. I really can't go into the inn shackled and have it convincingly. And plus, we're going to have to put the shackles on this guy, or at least pretend to, because he's the one we're capturing. Do you have shackles that you would have used instead of these shackles? No. I was going to tie him up. Sounds good. Can we <sighs> weave rope over the top of the sh shackles that he's currently wearing so it appears that it's just tied? Yeah, that would be... That would definitely be doable. I mean, you'd wrap rope... You'd be, I could imagine you just wrap rope around it and through it and just hide the shackles that way. You have tons of rope. That hemp and rope is pretty, you know, malleable. Uh, but that'll still look kind of suspicious. Like, why would why would we all be traveling together if one of us is bound? What I was thinking is we could we could walk around and go north, bypass Bearcat, and they can go through the town and meet us on the north end of Bearcat, and then we can get back on the cart. Is there any way we could just make him invisible and go? Um, Sin and I, how did you guys get here? Well, were you traveling on foot, or did you have something We were teleported. Teleported? We usually are teleported. By who? By Ennin. And then we have to steal something, ride something, walk from there once we achieve our goal. I mean, you know, was... guys, I just had a thought. He said we were being tracked before. Do you think we should figure out what they have on us that's being tracked? Mm-hmm. Well, the thing is... Shit, what we, the hell could it be? We can detect magic, but, you How know, we, we have so many out? magic things already. We have so many magic things. Shh. Sure, but I mean, if you can learn the school of magic, you'd have at least an idea, right? 
and it disappears when we go into the hut. Like, what? it stops tracking. Well, everything would stop tracking when we go in the hut. Well, what kind of magic would it be to track something? What school of magic is that? Does anybody know? Um, I think Mark Quayle would know since he studied at a magic school. You don't you don't know what it kind of I mean, there's no way to know what kind of magic it would be that they can track and how they would track you on it. Well, yeah, but uh, what school of magic would the tracking kind like what? There, what there, is, the there general... isn't a there, there isn't a tracking kind of school. Could be evocation. It could be arcane. It could be, you know, it wouldn't be illusion, right? Okay. So, there's no real school of magic that can do that, so I wouldn't know how. Uh, I think it would have to be maybe an enchantment on something that we have. That would be logical. So, I will, I will, um, Sarah goes, well, you know, We've identified things without detecting things. Like, identify tells you what it is, but doesn't always tell you, like, if there's something else on it. Like, it would tell you what the core of it, if something else was hidden. All right, here. Uh, let's, all, let's all dump out our stuff, and then I'll detect magic on it. Oh, Jesus. There's, like, crap tons inside the bag holding. Well, would you rather be safe, and, uh, or would you rather... No, not anymore. We sold most of that stuff. And a noggin. Oh! Could it be that? All you right, know, well... Could it be well, what? While you guys put all... You know, while you guys are doing that, I'm actually... Since we know the Sending Stones are from my dad, probably not on that, um, I'm just going to go send him a quick message while you guys do your Detect Magic stuff. Well, shouldn't we detect magic on all of your stuff anyway, just in case? Oh, yeah. And the bag of holding. Hold on, guys. I want to say, in order, you would have, you have so many magic items, you can't, you don't even have enough spell slots to detect magic on everything. It would take you a yeah. week of rest in order to detect magic on just what's in Serial or Marquail's items. Doesn't uh, hang on a second. magic just tell you what's magical around you, you? isn't it just you, area? Hang on a second. Uh, it says, you can use your action to see a faint aura around any visible creature or object in the area that bears magic. You learn its school of magic, if any. Okay. Uh, I think we're kind of chasing our tails on this one, guys. I think we need to start moving towards Kale Sosis or just let this guy go. Well, Serial says, well, hold on. It'll only take a couple minutes, Twig. Stuff, Hold your horses. Stuff we... I have an idea. Stuff we have in... That we bought would be more suspect than things we found, wouldn't it? Mm-hmm. Well, I don't what know. Are we I think... Lately? I think it would be best to check everything because then we have a higher probability of finding the thing quicker so we can get rid of it. I think it would be something we bought the last 
time we were in Greyhawk. Not necessarily. Soon and I said that is for a really long time, so we have no idea how long, like where, you know, what it is. I'm wondering if it's something we picked up in the White Plume Mountain, because that's where Suleirani was present a lot. Um, I want to ask Whelm if it's either him, Black Razor, or 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 I'm blinking on Twig's name of his Wave. weapon. Wave. Wave. Can we? Can I ask Whelm if he knows senses or knows that somebody's tracking us from our weapons? I don't know that, but I can tell you that it's not us. Like not no one, no one, no one. No, if, if people could track us, are you kidding me? Like no one would, no one who ever wields us would ever live. It makes no sense. Black Razor. Yes, I do not believe you would even consider this. Yeah, it's pretty stupid. Like, I don't know. You guys like. Shut up, Wave. Did did we ever sell that silver ring that Mark Whale took? From the room? No. And I think Mark Whale still has it on. Mm. Well, let's, let's just detect magic already so we can figure it out. I mean, it's 10 yep. minutes. We figure it out. I'm going to go send a quick message to my dad real quick. And then let's do it. Okay, in the 10 minutes, you, you detect... Uh, um, you do detect... Because the last time you did detect magic around, since this time, I don't think anyone has used detect magic around and looked at the, uh, that ring is, does have enchantment on it. The one you are wearing and have worn since White Plume Mountain, Mark Whale. Uh, okay, uh, Mark Whale is going to take it off and put it on a cactus. No, I think we should put it on one of the dead bodies of the, um, the people that we found. Bad guys. What kind of magic is it? It's just an enchantment. I don't know what it is, and I don't want to know. I think it might be the tracker. So, I think Do that... Why... Why don't I conjure an animal tell it to walk in the opposite direction so at least it's moving? And it looks like it's still alive. Think we should they identify don't... it? But that'll only last a day, and remember, the identify didn't work. Maybe you should have right. Albert fly with it, like, far away in another direction. And drop, drop it, it and, 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 well, and, no, here's and, the and thing. bring it back. We're trying to trick them into thinking that Marquel was captured. So if they are tracking Marquel using this ring, then we should take it with us. Mm, because otherwise, really they're going to think, oh, he's gone, he's off somewhere else. So this obviously is not Marquel. And then after we figure out what's going on over there, then we ditch it. Okay, sounds good. But I don't think okay. you should wear it. That's some pretty sound logic. Let's put it on your friend. Right, Mark Oil is uh, going to, uh, let's see. Albert. Sure, Albert. <laughs> He'll put it around Albert's leg. So you're going to, um, or like, put, uh, put the ring on Albert. Yeah. Okay. So, but you're not sending him anywhere, just with you guys? Uh, we're gonna keep him with us. Okay. But because we think it's the tracking device, uh, we're going to keep it so that they think that we're going. Right, guys? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so it's going with us-ish. 
Okay, so doesn't that show that Sunan and I at least told us the truth about that? Yes, yes, it does. That doesn't mean we're gonna let him go or ungag him. Well, he's been ungagged this whole time. Yeah, that's right. All right. Well, I'm I'm gonna kind of go off and just uh, go a little bit to the side and send a message to the Sending Stones to my dad. Okay. Um. Hi, Dad. Hello, Fada. Just letting you know I'm heading to Kalesosis to give Marquil over to the Secret Brotherhood or to the Scarlet Brotherhood, so you know in case anything. That's twenty-five. Earbeck, I hope that you do not think that was a joke. Do not tempt or get near Kalesosis or the Scarlet Brotherhood at all under any circumstance. I'll have to reply tomorrow. <laughs> Are you going to tell us what your dad said? No, I'm just going to keep it to myself. Oh my god, Bryn. Okay. So you guys are heading, you're, you're basically going to reconvene. Uh, you're going to walk outside, um, skirt uh, Berdicott, and uh, head to Kielsosis? Yeah, well, um... Yep. Is this still our like new the friends going or I mean the high desert area? I'm sorry, say that again. Is this still like the high desert kind of yes. environment? Okay. Yeah. It's, I, it's I, even... I have I'm asking because I have natural explorer and forest as one of my terrains. And so we can actually um, move faster through difficult terrain if it's forest. Um it's not forest. It is there are trees, but it would not be considered forest. Um but I mean, you guys, you guys can skirt that in you know a nice hike in a few hours. Um, just you're not, you're just not you're just not going in the city. You're not you're skirting around and, and reconnecting with the northern road. Um, and uh, um, you you've arranged and you find that they actually um, honored their word and they're. You see the you see that cart coming up. Uh, the the cart is already there while you're um, at the place you arranged. Um, as you walk out of the um, the last hill, you look down and see uh, um, the, your traveling companions, and the cart's there, still empty. Gee, I hope nobody ever warns us about going with doing what we're doing. Hmm? Let's just let's go forward and not worry about any possible danger. I feel like cereal all so, of a sudden. <laughs> friend, what's your dad say? Friend, did your dad have anything to say? Yep. Was it good stuff? Nope. It was bad stuff? Yep. Right, let's let's let Bryn worry about it. If she wants to tell us something, she'll tell us something. Otherwise, let's go go do what we need to do. 
Okay. You're, uh, uh, as you're, uh, you head north and, uh. Bren, I thought we were planning on going to Barricad to ask questions. No, I think we were avoiding it so that we didn't, um, have an issue with the prisoner. Yes, but before, 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 before. Halfeth, let's, uh, hang back over here real quick. (laughs) We're gonna have an aside. (laughs) Okay, so, um... Oh, yeah, Halfeth, I know that we were gonna go over and, uh, ask questions there, so maybe on the way back. And, uh, just so you know... Uh, my dad said that, uh, he said under no circumstances go to kill Sosis, but I, I, I just have this <laughs> feeling that I just have to go with it. So. All right. Yeah. You are pretty badass. <laughs> but, uh, just keep it between us, because, um, I think the others might use it to... Say that Stop us from doing it's a it. good. It's a good idea to kill this guy, and for some reason, I just, I feel like he's somebody that we should have in our pocket. He does have nice eyebrows now. He does. Uh, you did a great I job. Really I can smell your oils want... on him. <laughs> I really want to ask about Crispin's mom, though. Yeah, uh, we'll make sure okay. that we go back through there because we're gonna have to pick up supplies anyway. So okay. we'll make sure we go back through. I'm sorry, were you saying something, Mark Whale? Yeah, uh, as we're going up there, I just want to make make a little talk with the with the Dragonborn guy. Uh, He is. It's kind of rare for him to see another Dragonborn, so he just wants to like talk with him, chat with him, get some of the latest news. Young man, um, it's good to see you. So you're up at the front of the cart. Yeah, just. uh, Try and get to know him, try and get to know the area. What's the okay. news around here? That kind of stuff. Well, not much changes. I mean, I... I gotta... I've been doing this a long time, and I think I, I'd like a, a change, but, you know, alcohol's very lucrative. You know, it's been... I've saved enough to actually buy a place that's thinking of moving to Debia, and I know you're from there, Um what do you think? Yeah, Dubia is a really nice place. Uh, although, it's kind of less nice after all the assassins, assin- assassination attempts. I've heard, I've heard that, and I heard uh, it's happened in a few other places. Um, mostly, luckily, unsuccessful. But here's the thing: we wouldn't really know if someone's been like killed and replaced like what if they have someone that's disguised as them like you know what i mean like how do we know a ruler is a ruler how would we know who we don't yeah that's that's why i i'm i figure i'd do this another four years and retire and um if if i if i retire i could uh you know, I could hand over the business, and it would be kind of cool. You know, Adas is young, and he could take it over and hire someone. You know, I kind of, not like you guys, but I can take care of myself, and I kind of protect him, and he could find someone to protect him. 
you know, it'd be pretty, uh, I think it'd be good business for someone to take over, but I'm a little burnt out on it. It's, it's a little boring, I gotta be honest. And every once in a while you get your stuff stolen and that sucks and it's doesn't happen very often anymore, but it's happened enough that I basically put my hands up if someone attacks us and let them take the ale because they'd rather have, they have all the, you know, 5,000 gold worth of stuff than die. It is true. Dying is kind of bad to have. All right. So you can guys I, are. Can I do a can I can I do a perception check or because I'm just trying to keep an eye on the road. On the road. I'm just keeping a, a lookout on the road. I'm very nervous because I know that we're heading into. Well, that would danger. just be passive perception for everybody. Uh, I mean, and we're being followed, tracked somehow. Well, yeah. I mean. I guess Sarah will speak up. I'm just saying that uh, this is not necessarily the best idea. You know, I just don't. I just don't think this is the wisest choice. And we should gag <laughs> that guy, and we should turn him over to the authorities and move on our way. If we think we're being tracked, if it's the ring or something else, let's get it done. But. If this is what we're doing, let's not dally. Let's go do it. I mean, are we leading ourselves basically into a damn trap? I well, say we should send the cart guys back to uh, Bearcat with the prisoner and go on foot the rest of the way because I don't want to put lead these guys into danger. And this guy needs to be brought to justice and left, left over there. I don't trust him. I think as soon as we get there to uh, kill Sosis, that he's going to attack us. You, you, hold on. He's wearing the shackles still, of course, because um, he, he only check. I looked. He only checked once a week <laughs> to take these off. So once he's failed, he's failed for a week. <laughs> um, oh, <laughs> yeah, uh, which is amazing. Um, so he goes, but you said you'd let me live. You turned me over to the authorities. I. They will kill me because you basically and you told me you'd let me live and this is not let me live. I will not attack you. I will not. I will not. But if you want to, if you were going to do this plan, if you aren't, then please let me go. I was, I told you everything I know. I think we need to follow through with the plan. And we can't get in without him. Nope. Well, oh, you can disguise yourselves as the other two. I wonder if I could uh, zone of truth him. No, that's not a good idea. Why? Well, we already did, didn't we? Yeah. Yeah. No, I was thinking of zoning of truthing him as we're like going to the bad place. That's good and bad for us because he might go hey i'm bringing the prisoner by the way these other people are in disguise because he's telling the truth i don't think he would say that and plus the zone of the truth is in a static location so if we're moving along it's going to pass us by i thought you can cast it on like something like on no. yourself or no no we've been there and done that we we can't do that 
Twig is getting very nervous. He doesn't know what's going to come up here, and he's getting very nervous. And uh, he casts invisibility on himself for the next hour. Okay. So you're invisible, and are you guys you're riding in the back? Yeah. Or so I'm. I guess I'm confused because I've heard conflicting things. Are you sending these guys back, and you're going on foot? Like, no, we're you... continuing forward in the cart to Kalsosis. Okay, so about um, about halfway up there, you're gonna even on the cart, you're gonna take uh, you're gonna camp for the night. Um, for brevity, uh, you're gonna do the, the the tiny hut. Same thing you're doing. Alarm the guy. Yes. Okay. All the same, same, same. Gag him. Okay. Since we since you cast nothing, unless you cast ascending or something, um, long rest doesn't isn't needed everyone's full anyway so on the second day you are heading up to uh kale Sosis. tell me how you guys are riding like who's riding where like um mark well you're up still riding with gesu in the front yeah and uh yeah. The, the halfling just sitting off to the side and oh. the rest of you are in, in the back yeah i'm gonna be in the back and by the way the, the pets are long gone i just want to point that out yeah like, no, they, no, no. They I were know, they were gone the next morning back in the where you guys got attacked by this guy. Um, all right, so you're. I um, want to say about fifteen minutes outside of town. I'm gonna disguise self. Oh, seen. Because mine only lasts an hour. I'm going to. Who should I disguise myself as? The other guy. The other guy who was well, burnt. Two other guys. And one with the crossbow and one that's burnt. You know what? I'm gonna ask. I'm gonna no, ask no. Sunanu. What do you think? Who should we? Well, I mean, Bryn's disguising herself as one. I'm disguising myself as the other. Does it matter who? Oh, so, so you're disguising yourselves as the guy that got killed. Yeah. Okay, yeah, we're got gonna it. disguise ourselves as the two guys that were killed. Yeah, so, the two guys so were... yeah. Um, who's doing the the with other guy, who's basically was an assassin? Was there a ranger one? That one of them had arrows, right? He was. He had a, a like a crossbow. And wasn't there a shorter one, a tinier one? They were all. No. They were all human. All so same size practically. Okay, I'm Playing casting the shorter. A, I'll do the one with the. Uh, and you're casting invisibility. And I tell I tell the prisoner I say, you make one wrong move and you're getting a rapier through the gut. I understand as we get up here. So, um, I didn't do anything. But can you take these off and we'll, you can either put fake ropes on him or whatnot. But I can't go in like this. Yeah, go ahead, Sarah. I'll do it. Okay, they clomp off, and he just stretches his hands, shakes out a little it. bit. Thank I'll you. tie up Marquel in a way where he has the end of the rope between his, his in his hand, where he can just pull it, and it'll release the rope. Got it. <clears throat> Slip knots. All right, so you guys are heading in. Um, once you get toward the uh, the town, you see that there's <clears throat> there's this place is kind of in a uh, uh, kind of a natural uh, canyon, um, so that it'd be very it, uh, natural, it's not canyon, um, hilltop, 
so that the there is kind of like a natural um, path that goes up the hill into like uh, wide open gates. There are people. You can see that this is you know it's a it's a it's a it's a vibrant town, and um, you're going you're riding the cart and heading. Um, he basically directs you where to go. Um, you are. Um, And uh, even though even though I'm invisible, I'm going to hide behind the prisoner. I'm hiding. Understood. Um, so, um, where you guys are going, you know, down the main street, he directs you to turn to the right. And as you look up, you see a uh, a, a a wooden sign with a a very um, rude simp rude gesture. Um, in this can in this land um, and a guy wearing like a big hat and it says lewd pilgrim um, and the uh, cart pulls up to a stop um, he goes okay when we go inside and he's let me explain what's gonna happen I want to explain this so that there's no surprises and I'm not gonna do anything I know the invisible guys behind me let me explain what's gonna happen and as we go inside um, as he's making this explanation, suddenly a red portal kind of glowing thing appears. Marquail disappears into this portal oh, completely. Shit. Hello, guys. He, he's, do I jump into it? Can I do I nope, time to jump in? It is gone. It is gone. Marquail has disappeared into this portal. You saw him get sucked oh, into this portal, and he is shit. gone. And out of about. 10 feet away, another portal appears and it is ejected a um, uh, kind of a a, you see a red tiefling wearing like a red tiefling with black and red robes, gets ejected from a portal, looks exactly the same a bright red glowing portal, gets thrown out face first on the ground and turns around and he's like looks, he's so confused and that's where we're going to leave it tonight Oh, <gasps> what? What? Oh my goodness! No, Quail. What? Thanks a lot, Brynn. Second <laughs> twig. This is Michael Cremine, the Dungeon Master. After each episode, we're going to try and experiment to do a little, you know, inside baseball, a little behind the scenes. Uh, when we stop recording on the Zoom call, this is a little bit of the players just talking to each other after the game. Hope you have a good time. All right. Well, we're uh, doing the after talk. <laughs> I think people are stressed out. Like, Holy crap. <laughs> uh, yeah, what the hell happened to my quail? All right. Uh, now you guys get a break from this annoying ass voice. <laughs> and so, apparently, my so, quail actually knows what's going on. 
Well, here's the thing: when you're when you're DMing a long campaign, multi-year campaign, because we we do every two weeks, um, there there's each character has their own backstory, and that you know some of those have been planned from the very beginning of a character arc or what the character wants to do. Like each, some of you have said, this is what I want to happen with my character, um, what my goals are, what happens. And sometimes to have the level one to 20 narrative work, there are things that are, think about like a story arc, right? Like this is, this is a, we've, we've done a couple chapters. One chapter was about, so long ago now, Twig's demon that got he got killed and released, and then we had another thing, another chapter about Talfeth and the um, kingdom with Arnanum and Bryn and Discovery. So each character has their own discoveries, and each when people write their own backstory, I feel it's important to like take that person through that arc. But also there are times when that those stories intersect and because of that something happens does that make sense i don't want to reveal things in the after talk but um i'm assuming that was a shock yeah <laughs> yeah totally well i gotta say weird tiefling well i like gotta a say I, out. a bright red tiefling with uh black hair I looked at um, uh, the campaign Legend of the Tomb because sometimes I check out other people's spells and stuff to make, see what they're doing. And I saw this character. Yes. So, yeah. It just I suddenly know. appeared mysteriously, right? It suddenly mysteriously appeared. And I, I you know what? If you guys look, there might be a, a, an alternative character for somebody else, too. So we'll never know. Well, maybe you shouldn't be looking then, because that kind of destroys your story point of view, or you shouldn't be bringing it into the campaign. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Yeah. So, um, well, in some cases, I had to, to, um, yeah. But we could bring in and out. We're all the only ones that see that. Yeah. By the sure. way, the way D and D Bound works, we're the only ones that see a campaign, and I agree. Like, I don't ever want to. I would never tell anyone what's happening with each other person because you're, it's your job in game to talk about those things, right? If you mm-hmm. if you don't if your characters don't <laughs> like right now, Leanne, you look so stressed out. Like <laughs> it's almost like y'all loved Mark Quayle or something. Oh my gosh! No, I always get stressed out whenever something happens. I like cliffhangers, <laughs> and I don't like cliffhangers all at the same time. I love cliffhangers if you can find out what the heck is going on. Now we have two weeks before we can find out. Right? This is why I, I watch Netflix. I don't have TV TV because I'm so bad at keeping track of things. Uh, let me guess. You're the one that waits for the whole season. You won't watch, like, the things that are released weekly. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> I will wait till the end, and then I will watch it all in one night. <laughs> I'm curious of our characters, if you guys are not catching on, that Brennan and I keep having these side conversations quite frequently. <laughs> uh, whisper, whisper. Oh. Whisper, whisper, whisper. That her and I are like whispering. Is there something the going on? Right. You know what? There is a totally different dynamic in the group now since the last couple sessions. Like, it's very interesting to see. <laughs> yeah. Well, Twig is kind of the outsider now anymore these days, so. <laughs> that's okay it's okay i deserve it we're working on it we're working on it 
Mm-hmm. I don't know that 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 I will say I I am surprised sometimes of how um, one decision um, solves what could have been a I mean the the guys that attacked you were very very powerful they just didn't have surprise their entire thing is about surprise and what they could do in a short burst was amazing they just but you when you take out one of that so quickly it the dynamic of the yes. the if you think about them as a party which is how i think like monsters i think like what would the party do like these three enemies what how would they think and what would they do well they would try to be super quiet super sneaky and like jump on you in the middle of the night like that would be exactly um and having the dis the inability to cast <laughs> some massive massive damage AOE spells, which is their norm, their norm. Um, but then they were just like dispatched with nothing. <laughs> it was like <laughs> they got killed so quickly. It was shocking. I mean, that was one round of combat. So we was... just. <laughs> and it was all because Twig made the decision to look around the perimeter. Like that simple decision by one character, like changed the whole dynamic of what could have happened. Which is fantastic. Like, I love that. That's well, the, also because that... Chrisman decided not to kill the guy. Like, all of a sudden, it was like, oh, we have this new other thing that we could do that we've never done before. Like... Right. <laughs> oh, it's so crazy. Uh, I wanted to save one for, for Black Razor, but uh, we dispatched him so quickly. Yeah, yeah I mean. That's all right. We have one with us. It's not like it can't be. Uh, yeah. Time. <laughs> and we can do it with my animals as well. So we do know that now. So I, I, I can explain things after you find out what they are, but I can't like there's a like, like there's no, there, um, there's a there's some powerful ninth level spell stuff going on here. Yeah. Yeah. Um. <laughs> You know, ninth, the way ninth, on... ninth level spell, meaning like... Like that. wish and stuff like that. Yeah. 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 Like, yeah. like, like power word kill. Spells. Yeah. Those are... <laughs> which will no longer work on Crispin since that amulet. Um, I mean, that... Uh, so just so you guys know, like I rant when there are NPCs, I have... There's D&D Dungeon Master has tables of things you can, you know, look up and roll random and um, and so, like, those are those fun things. I just say, like, what level would this, you know, powerful uh, war priest have? What would he have? Like, what would the war mage have? Um, right? What what would they what would they have earned or um, won or stolen from someone? And what would so that's why that one guy was so hard to kill because he had that amulet. Um, which I mean, nineteen constitution is a lot of health. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a lot. <laughs> and for now, I have to think about the barbarian has that who can like go in rage and like take half damage and stuff. Like, yeah, like yeah have all those temporary hit points. Oh my range. god! Like having those it's kill one guy with decent hit points, he'd be like two hundred hit point barbarian that takes half damage. Yeah, I'm just hit. slightly op, slightly op. <laughs> I'm like, that's amazing. <laughs> Like, uh, which, you, you know? which, which, by the way, I think the, the whole idea of these things, I never worry about that because you're already 
you're already finding things that are putting you in danger now. And as you're fighting, you know, whatever is behind all this, it's, uh, yeah, there, you, you'll, you might need those. <laughs> oh, I am Uh-oh. so excited dun, for dun, next dun. week. So, so I, I, Jacob, I can't believe you had this plan. That's crazy. You said you had this plan for a long time? Yeah, like wow. uh, six, six weeks ago. Wow. Oh, shit. Wow. <gasps> all of your secret meetings. Although I was, <laughs> I was still surprised. Like I, that, that ending was so good. You are such a good DM. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, I agree. I concur. Because we were sure. like, we walked was in, in and do to do, and and he's gone. And <laughs> well, and the thing is, is that like even when you kind of have an idea of what's going on, you never really know what. Yeah, I was like happened i was like okay we're gonna go in there's gonna be a fight mark Vale's going to be teleported away and they're somehow gonna find this random dude nope mark Vale just get yeets out of there through oh, a random man. portal wow and then this old guy falls out and onto his face <laughs> what a glorious entrance <laughs> glorious entrance <laughs> well you like, know what i play with this <laughs> Oh, ever, since I, ever since that scene with... Comb uh, his eyebrows. I want to go comb the T-Clan's ah. eyebrows. <laughs> <laughs> you have an obsession with Ever since that scene with the... Yeah, for sure. Ever since that scene with the ogres, I'm worried that something's going to take any of us out. So I just... I started working on a backup character. <laughs> just, well, just, just to be ready, you know, man. As there, there's some great YouTube videos about like player kills, and it, I'm not saying this is a player kill. I'm saying this Mark Whale disappeared, and he was, um, if he was tracked, hint hint, they would know exactly where he is, and Albert was still on him, so they knew exactly where he was. And if there's a spell that can kidnap someone from another dimension, from another location, kidnap someone remotely they would just need to have them within sight or range to do that right yeah and um and that's got to be like a level 20 something to do that yeah Mm. that is wow or more right that's some silly donny shit could be could be you just don't know she is like just a name. Yeah. Let me put it this way. I have an org I had to make an org chart. (laughs) 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 Okay? Because once we got to like I knew I knew what the overarching thing was. I literally had to make an org chart. I'm like, okay, they report to them. They think they're reporting to them, but they're really reporting to them. And they don't know even know about them. So like when you're doing these like especially when serial plays serial and I don't play serial, but like when you're doing this cry, I'm like, okay, who, are, where are they, and what would they be doing, and who are they with, and who do they actually know is in the organization because they don't know who they don't know. Right. <laughs> All right. Well, by the um, end of this, Mike, you can have your own mafia. <laughs> I've got the D. I've got the D and D. The mafia within the mafia, actually. If you oh think about God. it, for sure. <laughs> oh it's yeah, like, because this is the Scarlet Brotherhood inside whatever is already. Yeah, well, you've already you've already know the accolades of Sewell is something within the Scarlet Brotherhood. Yeah, 
But and we do know who Suladani is now because Sariel saw her. That's true. That, that, is, that is long, true. Red uh, hair, female, and then afterwards, Enin was like. I don't think she was red hair. That was Enin. Um, no, no, you no, think she was red hair as well. The blonde, it was the blo yeah, the, the flaming red hair, yeah. Yeah, in the, yeah. So that was, she didn't outright say it, but you, you, you said that the, she assumed that it was Suladani. No, no, she actually said in her in her mind when they did the mind reading. That's right. That's right. She yeah. was like, Ugh, I hate her. I hate yeah, that. Yeah, she she Ugh. had long red robes. Oh, long um, red okay. robes. White, gotcha. white hair. White hair. Oh, that picture was like completely me. wrong in my mind. And, yeah, I uh, thought she said long red hair. Yeah, no, that's flaming, Enin. flaming red hair. That's Enin, Enin that's has Enin. long red hair. Okay. Enin has the red hair, and has already appeared to you guys as a pirate. As a, yeah. And now you've learned as sometimes a pirate, sometimes a, a bar wench, nurse. sometimes a nurse, like it, different, you know, different roles and disguises. And then Chris sounds kinky to me. Flaming red hair. <laughs> What's that? Do you guys realize how many storylines we have? <laughs> yes, I do. Let's see. We got the daughters. I'm painfully aware of that. <laughs> One day. We have Crispin's mom that we have to figure out now we got like, so so the list of all the plot lines that we have is almost as long as the list of enemies we have that's right yeah for sure we need to, we need to add a few <laughs> enemies oh, yes, you know, add a few more to our collection if, if, if anybody talks to dominic tell him he was sorely missed he's you know what he's such a fun presence in this show yes for sure oh, i do have to say Mike, on the uh, record um, you captured Serial really well. Yeah, you guys are really good at that. <laughs> I tried. I had, to, I had to mute so bad when you were like, um, guys, um, look. Um, <laughs> yeah, he gets, um, he thinks, anybody goes, look. Oh, he always perfect. says, look. <laughs> yep, you're right, yep. Yeah, he has and that a lot. And I was like, oh, he captured it so well. The Thanks. essence of Serial has been captured so perfect. <laughs> and bottled. So one day I'm just not gonna come, and I want to see what you do with Bryn. <laughs> oh my goodness, that's super and, hard. Oh my gosh! I could... Can I hear and, and then, and then, a cup? And then... <laughs> well, you know what? I remember that one episode that I came in late, and Mike had to do my voice, and he's hey, baby. <laughs> <laughs> he did it, did my voice. <laughs> yes, that was. Yeah, it's like Yogi Bear or something. <laughs> yeah, it was a little bit Yogi Bear. It was too much Yogi Bear, and not enough Brooklyn. <laughs> hey, baby. <laughs> hey, boo boo. Uh, <laughs> do you like that one episode where we're where we were all we were all serial? Yes. Yeah. yes. You can hear, like, all of us had our version of what cereal sounds like. Yes. Mm -hmm. And then I was just like, I'm not going to butcher that. <laughs> that, that was good. Well, hey, uh, it'll be fun in the next episode, and uh, let's call the after party a wrap. Thank you, guys. And uh, uh, more shall be revealed. Oh, my gosh. Yay. <laughs> have a, have Yay. a good night. Bye-bye. Take care, guys. Yeah. A lot of fun. A lot of fun.